Blog Talk Radio. So are we here? Herbie, you there? Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? I can. I can hear you. All right, we're waiting for Dave and Mike to call in. So it's it's official. Now here we are on Blog Talk Radio. <laughs> After a tremendous, tremendous failure on Spreaker, <laughs> so uh, it's it's very exciting. It's it's truly so exciting. So what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna post the call-in number for people. If anybody actually had time to see this, I'm gonna post the call-in number now for guests. Whoa! What the heck? It's 515-605-9832. That's posted in the chat room. That's the number to call up, to call us directly. I didn't have time to send out that uh, that co-host link to Mike and Dave, so hopefully they'll be calling in soon. But with that being said, <laughs> well, for anybody who's out there, number? What? Because uh, I'm I'm gonna post this on my Facebook as well, so that way I can have people try to call in. Very good. What's what's the number so, to call in? Number to call in is. Oh, somebody's in. Somebody's calling. Somebody's calling. Who is it? It's Waz. Who is it? Wazaluski. What's up, man? What's going on? Isn't this great? Everybody is is getting to be part of the cluster that is. I love this. Uh, uh, Herb, it, it, Herb. It, it only costs hundred bucks. <laughs> yeah, I know. It only costs me a hundred dollars <laughs> to get screwed like this. I love it. Make the big return after all these years, and already I'm bleeding money. I love it. I love it. Well, well why don't you just write it off? There you go. I can't do that yet. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, real quick, real quick. I, I missed your crazy ass. The call in number is area code 515-605-9832. So if anybody wants to share that, the Voice of People USA radio fan page there, please do, because I didn't have time to. I was trying to set this crap up. So everybody, bear bear with me, but I'm... But put- What's that beeping? That's on your. Oh, I'm in my car. I'm on, I'm on my lunch break. I'm trying to trying to scout out some deer. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. All right. So everybody who is there, maybe listening, this is Voice of the People USA Radio. I am Dan Spiriglio. On the line, we have co-host Herbie Clark. We have Dave Wazalewski, and soon. He will be calling in the one of the only for the people who actually are listening and had listened in the past, Mr. Mike Jacobson of the original Voice of the People USA radio show will be calling in, and he will be on shortly. So for those who may have actually or may actually be tuning in now, this says there are people listening. I don't know how, but <laughs> we did try to go – shut up, man. We did try to go live on – Spreaker at 8 o'clock and apparently after much work 
and lots of effort and trying to figure out how to integrate Skype something, something, something into Spreaker, you know, it, it just didn't work. And nobody heard me, which is probably a good thing. They only heard Herbie. So maybe that's a blessing. I don't know. But, you know, we gave up after like 20 minutes. Yeah. We gave up after 20 minutes, and now we're here, Log Talk, at 9, so there. So with that, I I am going to shut up for a moment and let you guys introduce yourselves. So whoever wants to start first, go right ahead. Go ahead, Herbie. Okay. Uh, my name is Herbie. I have known Dan since I was, oh, I don't know, about... 15 years old, we went to high school together, uh, lived in the same area for a number of years. I am now living over in New York, and I have recently gotten into politics uh, a couple of years ago, actually back in 2016, when I just noticed the river of tears I was about to drown in, and I decided I wanted to find out what it was all about. Nice. And I found out what it was about, a whole bunch of crap. Good deal. Huh. Dave? Well, hey. Well, my name is Dave <laughs> Wazlewski. I'm a, I'm a 42-year-old virgin. <laughs> <laughs> Your comedy relief is here, friends. <laughs> well, <laughs> right. I'm, I'm a born-again born Christian. Uh, been following politics pretty much since, uh, you know, Trump took office. Uh, kind of really, really disappointed in the way the Democrats and w- whatever the fuck some of them people call themselves, you know, talk talk about Trump. Leftist. So I'm here for the entertainment and to give my two cents. Sounds good. Now, thank you. And... Obviously, we are being joined right now by the one of the only, one of the OGs of Voice of the People USA Radio, Mike Jacobson, the man who will piss you all off because he's going to be the opposite of everything we say, and that's why I love him. Mike, say hi to the four people that are probably listening. Hello, everyone. How is everyone tonight? <laughs> I'm not going to answer you. Ah. <laughs> uh. I might be cut in and out because I had to call this in on my cell phone. For whatever reason, Skype has given me nothing but problems, as is usual. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm at know. least here for now. So if I, if I cancel out, I'll try and get back. And if not, then at least it was good to make some contact with people tonight. Well, talk, man. Introduce yourself. Tell it. Uh, he's uh, gone. I'm here. Are you there? <laughs> Who disappeared? I'm still here. I'm still here also. Can you, right. can you guys hear me? I could hear you. So go ahead right. go ahead and actually give a little introduction about yourself because people, for anybody that's new to this listening, they need to know who you are. <laughs> All right. Well, my name is Mike Jacobson. I'm currently living in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, formerly from northeastern Pennsylvania. I've been friends with Dan for a long time. I've uh, gallantly put up with uh, some of his tirades for many years. Uh, I've been involved in politics. My beginning came in about 2008 when I started uh, paying more attention to people like Ron Paul and that. Uh, politics kind of became my passion for many years, and I met up with Dan shortly thereafter. I think we first met in uh, 
I want to say 2009, and uh, we've pretty much mm-hmm. been in steady contact since then. That's right. Uh oh, somebody's coming back. Is that is that the man? Dave, the is that the legend. You? Do you know? Do you know who I am? <laughs> do you know who I am? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awesome. So something that I, we, me and Herb discussed earlier on the, on the very failed Spreaker attempt. Actually, no, what? Screw it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to lay it all out so people can actually understand and know for those who listen or listen on demand. We haven't been on Block Talk Radio in God, probably about, I don't know, seven years or six years or something like that. So it's been a while because they're freaking expensive, but I digress. The, the mission here, the, the goal here is to relaunch Voice to the People USA Radio as an actual network. And it's something that I've wanted to do for a long, long time. And it was one of the original goals of Voice to the People. And now we're finally going to make it a reality. So what you could expect is a weekly, weekly three-hour or two-hour, depending on what they allow us, live call-in radio show which obviously we'll share correctly because then we'll actually be able to utilize it better and, you know, not have these issues, but have an actual weekly call-in show and then individual podcasts. So you'll hear podcasts and separate radio shows and shows like whatever topics they want to discuss. I don't know. Mike probably wants to talk about flat earth and like dandelions. Wazalewski probably wants to talk about, you know, his fascination with deer and, uh, you know, Herb wants to talk about, I don't know what the hell he wants to talk about, but the point here is that this, this is all about creating an actual network, creating something bigger than what it used to be and having a different place for people to go to. You're not going to hear the norm one side, right? One side left type of crap. You're going to hear something different here. You're going to hear something that at one time was unique that now maybe is, I don't know, more common, but, I'd like to say that we were different then and we'll be different now because how we operate has always been outside of the, the sphere. So that's my little breakdown. That's my little intro. And even though, there, again, there are some people listening. So somebody found us. Somebody found us somehow. I don't know how people found us, but they did. And I promise you this. These shows will be interesting. The podcasts are interesting. The Daily Thoughts of Rand stuff is interesting. What we do is interesting because, damn it, I say that it is. But I promise you, we don't screen phone calls. So if you come in and you're going to try to engage us in something, actually show some intelligence and not be a brainwashed idiot. If not, you're going to be made fun of and be broadcast live for everybody to hear, and we're going to basically <laughs> desecrate you. So that's that. that's my little two cents. I'm going to go more into things shortly, but I want to give – somebody else an opportunity to speak so who wants to throw out a topic and go because i'm going to mute for a second and then come back so don't let there be dead air this cost me too much money <laughs> right well i've got one if no one else wants to go what's everyone's opinion on uh dear greta thurnberg on who the, uh, climate change girl, greta thurnberg oh, oh, i i uh i think she was a puppet to be honest with you Oh, she has to be. I, I've read so many times that she's got she's uh, been labeled as an actress, and uh, that to me that mean, obviously means this person has been groomed for this role, and that, that's well, my I mean, take on this. My, my I agree one hundred percent. I'm pretty she, sure she, she has um, Asperger's. Yes, yeah, that I've I read that also. 
And wow. I, I just I just think she was manipulated. I think she she has a genuine concern about the earth, which I think we all should have a genuine concern about it. We all live on it. But mm-hmm. um, I I think they they took advantage of her and and planted a seed and watched the seed grow into a you know a baby tree. And now they're trying to you know grow it up so they can prune it. Mm-hmm. See, my question my question is how she said she should be at school. Right. My question is why the fuck weren't you at school? Well, yeah, she took, uh, she, took, she took a sabbatical from school. Oh, oh I guess they do a lot of that in foreign countries. That, that's she, one of the things that not being from Europe that I'm not familiar with. She took a one year sabbatical. Like, it, well, like FMLA. Pretty much, yeah. You you can you can you know you won't be. Um, I believe they hold you back. I mean, you can't progress through the year, but it, it's more or less called taking taking a leave sabbatical. You know, they they, they just church it up a little bit. It's taking a leave of, of absence from school. And she's doing it for a whole year so she can go and meet with other activists and climate experts and such. I'm like, you're 16 years old. <laughs> I got a question. If I Which ever is, seen, it's probably about 10 years back. It was a commercial featuring a kid in a gray, like a gray hoodie. I think they just called him the angry kid. But he was another one that they were parading around to uh, fight climate change. He's probably like um, another, I don't know his name, but he was like 14, 15. If you ever listen to the commercial... What he says in that commercial is almost exactly word for word what Greta is saying now. It's almost like they were so lazy they didn't bother to change the script. They just gave it to a different kid. Well, that's that's what I'm saying. I mean, I mean, the simple fact that she said, and I quote, the the writing has been crystal clear for 30 years. I mean, yeah. they, they sent out a report um, a few months back that stated there hasn't been any global warming since the since the year 2005. That's 14 mm-hmm. years. I just don't get why they put a, a 16-year-old as a poster child for that. Most, most um, 16-year-olds because, because like aren't people aren't even complain about kids. That, right, you'll, get that you'll get more well, sympathy than the other child. Well, I know one side would complain about kids, but I know the other side wouldn't. <laughs> I, oh, I, I know that, the that, left that's would, how it is. You, you know. capitalize on the people you want to listen, and you, you demonize the opposite group. Just you know. Even though yep. you know it's going to happen when it when it happens. Yeah, absolutely right. But most sixteen-year-olds aren't even—they don't care about climate. Now, usually so, they care about the plate. I don't want to say that here. What I was thinking about sixteen-year-olds. Well, right. right. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the climate. I can tell you that. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I had a lot of things on my mind. Well, that's not true. Really, I had about one thing on my mind at sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> Wasn't the damn climate. <laughs> yeah. I walked outside and said, whoo, it's hot. And that was about it. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, but, yeah, uh, using these kids, I mean, it's actually a pretty familiar tactic with most politics, you know, people trying to push political agendas. I mean, uh, oh, absolutely. I mean, yeah, the, the war on drugs often featured kids talking on TV. Yep. I mean, you know, even various countries do the same thing. They, they, whatever policy they want to push. Yeah, Put a kid as a figurehead for it, make people feel sad for it, and, and this is exactly where you end up. It's nothing more than extortion. But, right, but don't get me wrong. That's not going to stop me from going in my car, starting it, and driving around and, you know, driving a 1,000 miles. That's right. not going to stop me from doing it. Well, I mean, it's not going to stop you, but, I mean, if, if they, in their opinion, if they stop one, one person out of 100, you know, it's a success. That's, that's totally I, ridiculous. The thing that these guys don't don't seem to want to remind you is that uh, the United States has steadily steadily decreased in uh, not carbon emissions. In there, 
I was going to say, yeah, carbon yeah, emissions are going down. I mean, it, it's really not us. It's these, you know, these industrial nations that we, we really have no say over. So yeah, why the hell is she showing up bitching to our Congress about it? What are they going to do, invade a country to stop them from polluting? Right. Like, are you going to go over and fight China that that puts more CO2 into the air than anybody? Well, I, yeah. I think that's where the, the, the G4 summits would, would come in. You know, that's where all the world leaders get together and kind of make deals and agreements, I guess you would say. Yeah, make agreements that we all know that they're not going to keep anyway. They're going to do what's well, in the exactly. best interest of their country. Right. I mean, they'll make or, any deal they want or, and not keep it. And <laughs> or, or somebody like Biden's son is going to make oh. money off of something. Oh, yeah. Well, you can throw uh, Paul, you know? Paul, Paul Pelosi Jr. in there. He was over in Ukraine on the board with him. Nancy Pelosi's son also. Oh, I think I think that's a key know. thing and keep in mind with these things. Whenever they push push policies or agendas, you can you can bet your sweet ass someone's making major money off of this, and they don't want you to know about it. Oh, of course. I, it's always like the, the, right. the secret that we all know they try to keep hidden anyway. Yeah, yeah, you'll you'll find that on both sides. Every you know, there's no no politician isn't guilty of it. Right. You know, I mean, it doesn't matter. I mean, yeah, I'm I'm, I'm right winged, you know, but at the same time, I'm I'm not foolish. I I know the the right wing has similar demons as 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 the left. Oh yeah, I mean, for for the most part, I hate to say it, you know, I often say they're two sides of the same coin, and it, it's almost always exactly how it is. Oh, uh, shut the yeah, hell up! All right. You see what happens when you leave us alone, Dan? Yeah, I yeah. know people Dan, you actually can, you talk. Can go. We got this. Oh. We got this. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, hey! As soon as you jump back on, Dan, people find off. I know, right? As soon as I came back, everybody goes. It's all right. I'm, I'm good with that. Now, listen. Now, see, listen, see, you I, took me out of my zone now, Danny. <laughs> I know you actually were showing some intelligence there, Waz. You scared me. I know. <laughs> I know. It comes out every. That's once not in a while. nice. Mm-hmm. So Dan, what's now, your take I on wanna... the Greta Thunberg with climate change? The activist that's in Congress right now. Oh, screw her! The little, the little, the little propaganda child of the left, the George Soros yeah. production. Please, she can go she straight to hell. How dare you call and... her a little child? <laughs> I know. Oh gosh, she might identify as an adult. Who knows? Please, oh, or yeah. identify as a tree, or whatever the hell. Listen, listen. She, <laughs> if if it's not right to make fun of her, then must. Should we, you know, regurgitate all the political people that have been made fun of and, you know, all the, the oh, conservative oh. children that were attacked? So, look at all the interest that the, the oh, one teenager so, guy so in Washington for that now, huh? during that march. I can't think of his name yeah. off the top of my head. The one who was standing in front of the Indian? Oh, yeah, um, um, back. Nick Sandberg or whatever. Nick Sandberg, yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the who just were joined the, literally who just for him joined? to be killed, and that was fine. Who just joined the call? I don't know. Dan. How could you tell if they're joining? I don't think we can. Yes. I think only he can. Dan. Yeah, Ooh. that's all on you, Dan. I'm I'm standing on my cell phone calling. I can't see anything. Okay. So. Who's yeah, who's too. number five seven zero and the last ones are seven eight eight two? That's, that's me. Who? It's not it better me. not be what better James. not be one of my ex girlfriends. <laughs> James. <laughs> Like James. Yeah. James who? James Tim. Hey, what's up, man? Hey. Sorry. Hey, I, man. How's I it couldn't going? hear you for a second. Good. I'm sorry. 
do you have something you'd like to interject before I continue on my tirade? Uh, you sure about that, Dan? <laughs> oh, I have a lot of yeah. things I have a lot to say about because unfortunately what you guys are saying is have really have great points because a lot of people don't put both views into perspective. They only look at one side of the coin. In this generation, after I would probably say 05 is when things went downhill. In our generation, in the Metallica generation, where everything was one-sided, it was easy, straightforward. Now it's so complicated. Mm-hmm. I can see where you're going with that. Yeah. Yeah. Keep going, man. Because Keep unfortunately, going. You have a point because to in make. this generation, in this generation, the apathetic generation, the supposedly people who run their mouth and run their mouth and say they're entitled. Guess what? I was brought up old school style. If you don't like the way I do things, there's the door. There it is. If you don't like it, leave. We don't need to hear your voice. Yeah, you get to speak what you want. Guess what? If you don't like it, get the heck out. Right, and then when you say something back to them, you're a racist or a bigot. Uh, you know what? I've, Dan will tell you. I've had my entire life, when I was growing up in Delaware Valley, from you guys are in Hazleton, when I went to Delaware Valley High School, when I was going through high school, I was judged for who I was. I was beat up. I was burned. I was, I was, I was judged by all these little babies now that basically think they're a hot crap. But guess what? I proved every one of those people wrong. I don't care who the heck they think they are. And these are the same people who we support. These are the same people who run their mouths. But guess what? You've got to stand up and say right back to them. If you get to speak your voice, I'm right here. If you don't like it, if you don't like what I have to say, live in another country. Go to another country and get your head chopped off, and then guess what? That's all socialism. If you don't like it, get the heck out. If I might say something, but when I was talking about this, like I think people have the right to say what they want, but they have to understand you can't force anyone else to listen or to agree with you. And I think that's what a lot yeah. of people these days don't don't understand. I can hear what you're saying, but I start talking and think for myself, and I don't have to agree with with you just because you're talking. Yeah, Correct. you don't have to. You don't have to listen to me. It doesn't matter to me. If anybody, I don't care. Specifically, but oh, I, think I know you got what I meant. I'm just saying right. it, 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 I, I look at it right. I look at it this way. I respect your opinion, fine. But guess what? I have an opinion too. If you don't exactly. like my opinion, that's fine. That's I give hundred and ten percent of whatever I do. I don't care if anybody likes me. And if you don't like somebody else's opinion, you can either stay and and banter the other person and try to prove your point. Or you can just get up and fucking walk away and go for a beer. Right. Who cares? Hmm. You know? Yeah. So that's what your adults should be doing, you know? Unfortunately, more and more, more and more often, we have adults acting like kids when it comes to talking about issues anymore. Oh, right. Yeah. So where, are, where are the adults? Well, they're all they're 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 being removed. <clears throat> I can, I can well, basically well, tell you that that's an easy answer. You have a cell phone, right? Yes. Yeah. Basically, yeah. basically, how old are you? So, uh, what? Thirties and forties? 
Early Guess 40s, what? yes. Early 40s. Guess what, though? This generation, all you see them doing is carrying their cell phone, and they, you, there's no human interaction. Yeah. And then they, when, they pick their, when they pick their eyes up, you're like, they don't know what to do. They keep confused, and then they think, oh, we're owed this because the road's already been paved. Guess hmm. what? That's your road. That is your road that you paid. You can you can make your own road beside you. Why why should I give you my road that I actually I don't mind you taking it, but do it yourself. Find your own way. Like if you're gonna build a log cabin, when you build a stupid log cabin, you're gonna ask for help. You're not gonna just shoot. Do it all from scratch. You're gonna actually Shoot, like, what the heck? Yeah. I mean, I, I, I honestly, I blame our generation. Yeah. Our generation well, yeah, I mean, we're, we're supposed have... to be the teachers of the next one. I think we failed horribly. Yeah, we did. Okay. We did, because our kids, you know, they're they're the ones in front of the phones, like you were saying. They're the ones that are playing video games, not interacting with people. And then, you know, <laughs> you try to discipline the kid. And the kids calling nine one one child services because I don't know you flicked them in the fucking ear. <laughs> well, I mean, what that's are you supposed they, to that's do? That's because they're coddled. That's because they're well, coddled yeah, too right. much. Yes, participation yes. trophies. Right. Yeah. And that's that's where I wanna I wanna chime in on something that I said earlier, and that was during the failed Spreaker attempt that hopefully nobody listened to, or nobody heard <laughs> me. But I I wanna say. I want to say that these days we have opinion being taught as fact. We have political ideology replacing history, and it's the dumbing down of generations. It is, it is an orchestrated, calculated attack on the youth of this nation, and it's been perpetrated, and it's been underway for a very long time. If you remember in the 60s and 70s when, you know, your, your leftists were out there in the streets and doing their protests and doing, doing the violence or the riots or the damage or whatever it may be, it failed. It failed. And the statement made was we can't win it in the streets. Then it may take 10 years. It may take 100 years, but we'll win it via the children. We'll get them in school. We'll take over the education system. And they have and they've dominated it with political ideology. And it's well, you a have desecration. To, you have to admit they've been very effective with it, too, unfortunately. Of course they have. And people roll over and die. They take it and they accept it, and they don't fight back. Me and Herb were talking earlier about how weak we look by not fighting back, by not standing up against it. There's people on some. People should know that we will offend everybody on all sides with this radio show. Even me being a staunch conservative will piss off people on the right. We'll piss off people on the left. We'll piss off people in the middle because we're going to say the things that are unpopular. And what's unpopular, sadly, is fact. People don't want to hear truth. And it's not just our truth. And it goes, it goes back to what I said before. The simple fact that look at people let's, – let's use the left as an example right now. 
when they spend their time chastising us and calling us names and calling us racist and calling us white supremacists and calling us whatever they could possibly think of. They are literally projecting. It's projection. They say this without knowledge, without foresight. They don't know what's in your heart. They don't know what's in your mind. They don't know you. So they are prejudging you without knowing. And that is the exact definition of prejudice. So they, while calling you the racist, demon, whatever it is, they themselves are being prejudiced, and they are too close-minded to understand it because they accept the crap they see on fascist book, the crap they see from the media as gospel. They accept opinion as truth, and it's disgusting. But nobody likes to stand up and throw it back at them. Like I said before, For those who didn't get to hear, somebody asked me recently, why am I not a Democrat? Because I actually love people, because I don't want to support the party that supported putting people in chains. I don't want to support the party that literally created the KKK. I don't want to support the party that held women down and oppressed them, wouldn't even give them the right to vote, that wouldn't pass the Civil Rights Act. You know, that's that's my own opinion, but we don't. We don't have that now. We have this flip that went on. The, you know, all of a sudden, the right, the Republicans became the party of racism, the party of this, the party of that, because they don't want to own their history. Facts and history are the worst enemy to the leftist mentality. And then you have those on the right. You have the globalist rhino mentality of we're Republicans, but we have no idea what it actually is to be a Republican. We have no idea what is actually ingrained in the history of that party. No, we just take what they throw at us, and we just sit back and say, oh, it's okay. It's okay. You can call us whatever you want. Uh, We know better. Maybe we don't. No, they don't talk about the fact that it was – the Republicans, Abraham Lincoln, really, freed the slaves, right? We had the first African-American in the elected Congress in the, what, the middle 1800s, whereas the Democrats, it was, what, the 1990s? I mean, or, or the 80s? I mean, we don't talk about this, but it's, it's just an example of how weak and pathetic we have become as a people. We are so afraid of offending anybody on either side that truth becomes the enemy. And I said this earlier, and I'll say it again, and I'm going off of one of my tirades. I don't care. It's, you look, at, look at what goes on now. People on the right go out there, and they have their little their rallies and their gatherings, and, you know, we, 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 look at us. And then marches in the skinny jean soy boy wearing, you know, I said that wrong. The <laughs> the Antifa come people, on, Dan. okay? I know the Antifa people come marching in there with their black flags, with their with their weapons, and they hit them. And instead of fighting back, they sit there, roll over, and want to be a victim for the camera, a victim for the media. So as I sit there and say, yeah, that's wrong, they're domestic terrorists, I also look at our alleged side doing nothing, doing nothing. Hey, well, yes, Dan, they want Dan, us to be – Yes? Dan, I understand you're going off terror, but guess what? I'm one of the fighters that will stand up. Let me tell you something. I've told you this from day one. You're part of the military, correct? Negative. Negative? (laughs) Okay. 
Continue. Recently, I defended. Recently, I live in Rochester, New York, where it's a sanctuary city, where there is we are ranked number four in the nation for not taking care of our children, and number three for not taking care of our veterans. I had a conversation when there was a guy wearing a flag of the MIA flag, the Veterans Association. I defended a guy, and now they're basically a guy thinking, why why are you killing people? Why are you in this war because of one person, Donald Trump? And I said, that is not the reason why this person – I got in front of that person that was attacking that veteran. I said, let me tell you something. I might not be in the military, but my entire family more or less has been in the military from day one. And let me tell you something. If you have a problem, if you have a problem living in this country, the United States of America, where that person sacrificed everything for you, his blood, his sweat, his freaking tears, his family, not being with his family. He has PTSD. He can't be around loud people. And I, he was basically saying, this person supported Don- – but guess what? He saved your butt too many times. If you don't like this person, don't talk to him. He earned his respect. He earned his honor. Mm-hmm. And I well, don't give a I, crap. I, I, I hear you on that one, but – you know, I can tell you that there, I I know some military guys that take advantage of the system. Yeah, I know. And, and and just because they fought for our country, they feel like like they should they should get the respect. You know, no. There are some people that are in the military that just get that that come up with this take shit and get the, the shit system. for free. Yeah. Right. Oh, I know. I, I don't, I'm just, I don't all think I'm getting lot, at, but just from is, my experience, there's a lot of people that do. Yeah, but I'll defend any military person oh, who has too. earned that respect. I don't care who right. you are. Yeah. Except Dan. You should. Well, he wasn't in the military, so he don't count. Yeah, I know. <laughs> That's beside the point because Dan and so, me go way hang back. Hang on. All right, I just want to do a quick a quick plug here because I think it's important. And obviously, some people are still using the old the the Spreaker link, which I apologize for those out there that have been listening to the the failed attempt on Spreaker from eight o'clock Eastern tonight. Um, that did not work the way I would have liked it to work. So, um, you know, a hundred dollars later, and here we are back on Block Talk. A wonderful bit so, of planning on our part, folks. Yeah. Jesus, Dan. And <laughs> yes. Just excuses like always. Oh yeah, well that's okay. But um you well, know, not being it's pretty much like the old days. days. Yes. Dan but and me I want to take back. a second. Way back. But I wanna take a second and I want to take this opportunity to tell everybody that is listening or will be listening to please, 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 please go on to the Voice of the People USA radio fan page on Fascist Book 
and click the like button. That page was dead for 10 years. It's like dormant. It, it didn't do anything. And lately it's been really kicking ass. It's been getting a lot of engagements and shares and things of that nature. We had over 85,000 uh, engagements or shares, which was wonderful. But why, why would, why will nobody hit the like button? <laughs> I would, I would like to see 85,000 likes on the thing. Don't we also but have a uh, is, YouTube channel now also for people to subscribe We do. To? We do have a YouTube channel as well. Uh, Voice and People USA Radio YouTube channel, uh, VOP USA Live, I guess. That's uh, the Gmail account anyway. But, yes, yeah. Voice of the People USA Radio is actually live on YouTube. And we also have a Patreon. I got modern. I set that up. And we do plan on doing some some special some special little things here going forward. The The goal, the intent here is to – Take this and make this into a format where we have multiple people doing multiple podcasts, separate radio shows, things of that nature. And then from the Patreon side of things, if that actually does become a thing, because in the past we had never done anything like that, we want to have special special episodes, T-shirts, other little surprise things that we're going to be doing. There's actually been some pre-planning put into that, so that one would be far more seamless and work so much better than the radio shows. But, but – as time Playing moves on, you know, this this will be growing, and uh, <laughs> that's important to know. So with this everybody out there. Into my next question for you, Dan. Go ahead. All right, let's see. Okay, because I was going to ask this regardless, but since we're talking about our plans for the future, now everyone else, please excuse me for a minute, because this, this is me, – me and Dan have talked about this a few times, but eight years – Eight goddamn years we did this stuff. That's how long ago we did this stuff. We had people listening to us. We had their attention, and we completely dropped the ball with it. Now, if we're going to ask people to come back, start supporting us, what what are you going to say to them about your absence for eight years and not really being as involved as we were? I mean, how, if, if I was a person thinking about donating my money or subscribing to your channel, I personally would be telling you to get to a certain part of my anatomy right now. What convinces me that we're not going to do this a second time? Because I sure as hell am not happy with the long absence we had for this. No. Um, hang on. Just keep going there for a second. Oh, I got him. I got him on this one. That's a fair question. <laughs> um, well, no. I, I'll, let me let me like this, all right? For, okay, for those out there... For those out there who know, and for the for the old school people, the OG um, parts of the VOP community, you know they know that this was started back in 2007 originally with us going out there and holding the rallies and taking to the streets and you know doing things that weren't cool before there was a tea party, before there was anything, and we were <laughs> we were kind of rocking it oh, doing Lord. our thing, and we didn't try to take people's money like a certain tea party and just to sell you out. But, you know, then it became, we were on, myself and Andy, um, we were actually live on AMFM radio, and we actually had a real radio show, and uh, it, it was a great experience, and I'm sorry, I was reading messages in live time, it was a great experience, and what happened was our radio show, Voice of People Radio, actually um, 
live on AM radio and FM radio. We were out there, and we were in uh, Texas, we were in Nevada, we were in Georgia, we were in Florida, we were in Louisiana, we were in Pennsylvania, New York, New Jersey, Ohio, West Virginia, and Virginia. I remember that. And it went great for about three weeks. And then we had a producer named, his actual name was Ralph. And it was somewhere during one of our segments, he actually chimed in during the, the commercial break and had the audacity to say that we shouldn't talk about these subjects because it's too controversial. And we should stray we should stray away from that and, you know, focus on the more divisive issues that are oh, fair game and focus on the issues that will get people talking but not make them angry. So that made no sense whatsoever. So when we came back on live, we we asked him to repeat himself live in the air. He didn't. We did. We told him to go after himself and we ended the radio show and that's when we went to blog talk radio and we found a little thing called Spreaker, which nobody knew about so there's a little history of what broke down and how that all came to pass and then fast forward um the absences suck and you know as well as i do mike i'm speaking to you directly because none mm-hmm. of the other ones on the line here were were around during that right um you know how many times I spoke to you about how much I missed it. And I wanted to bring it back, and the right. absence is just absolutely many times because we we spent so much time plotting and planning and putting things out there, stuff that became popular that other people do. I'm not mad about it. I'm just mad that we let it lapse. So I can assure you, this time is different because I intend on seeing this through. Because, like I said, what made us different back then will still inevitably make us different now. And, yeah, this was a, a cluster when it came to, to promoting it because the, the thing didn't work and the time got changed and whatever. But I can promise you this. I want a platform for people to express themselves, have their own interaction with people, put something different out there that isn't, isn't like everybody else. And that's what Voices of the People USA Radio Network truly is, an opportunity for people to be part of something, you know, and just get it out there. This isn't going to go away this time. Through all the issues, we never really hid from our mess-ups and our screw-ups, and when we we shitted things up, we owned it. We we made it kind of part of our gig. And this time, no, it's not going to stop. And... Yes, I'm obviously $120 invested, but um, regardless, this the lapse is over, and I can promise you that. And this time, we're going to have to adapt and do things a little bit differently to meet with the, you know, the modern day stuff. That's why I'm talking about a Patreon and you know being open to it. If people so choose to donate and subscribe when they deem us worthy, great. But it's not going to go away. And there's nothing that's going to stop it because I've let this sit inside too damn long. This has been festering inside of me too long. Just, you know, the opinions, the, the, the everything, the buildup, you know. So yeah. I hope I answered that question. Everybody knows me and knows I talk too damn much and I go, I'm very long winded, but Mike, you, you, you get it. You, you understand me. I, if you slack in the least, but I intend on giving you a much harder time than I have in the past. So if, if you need help with Dan, if you're ask not up for me. this challenge. Thank you. <laughs> if you need help I, with Dan, I ask me. <laughs> uh, I, I know I have that. I have recordings of Dan when he was a bad boy. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> <I'm> a bad boy. <laughs> yeah, don't you remember Chicken Peak, Virginia? 
Yeah, I've always I've yeah. always been outspoken and loud. <laughs> I, I I wish I had uh, I wish I was able to record that sound you made when I blinded you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Thanks, Kurt. Right, well, I'm, gl- I'm glad I, we got I that. I appreciate that. I know we've had a lot of people supporting us throughout the years that have been asking when you know when we're coming back, what we're doing, and I hope this puts their fears to rest also. So that's it's kind of why I hit yes. you with that one. I didn't want to tell you I was going to ask you this ahead of time because I wanted your genuine, not rehearsed answer for it. So no, no, I, sorry I, if I, I appreciate you off it. Guard, but no, that's a pretty no, goddamn you're, good, you're good answer to me. Yep. Yeah, appreciate it. So, all right. What I and just just for the record, so everybody has a, a firm understanding here. You know, I think it was it wasn't Wazalewski, but it was Herbie. And for those from the old days who are listening, um, Herb and Dave are new to this. They uh, were not a part of this originally, and I'm really happy to have them involved because they're two people that um, one I've known literally damn near forever, and the other one well, I've known for a long time. Well, always grow. Well, damn straight, that, that. you know. And I'm happy to have you guys involved in this, but um, I think it was Herb that texted me and asked me. Are we going to discuss format? <laughs> or, ah, Herb, you got a lot to learn. <laughs> yeah, we we don't we don't do that. Uh, we probably should, and I'm not. I'm yeah, going to say no point, we're going to make this more organized. Yeah. Like an outline, so, sort of. You know, bear bear with it. It will happen. I promise you. There'll be some more structure, but. This has always been kind of off the cusp. We speak, we speak our our truths, our opinions, our thoughts, and we just put it out there, and we don't give a damn what people say, think, feel, whatever. And somehow that you know endeared people to us back in the day, and I'm grateful for that. So I'm going to shut up, and I want to move on to something something that I think needs to be addressed. And well, I I want to get your opinion on it. The the bullshit going on currently with the impeachment now, and again, for the record, I am some, uh, this is something where it should be out there firmly. You know, I am a very, a very big supporter of our president, obviously. And, um, you know, there's differences of opinion that we have on here, which is always what makes us, you know, uniquely different. But I want to discuss, because Mike, we talked about this, the opinions on the impeachment and what they're doing. It's obviously, it's obviously a setup. Oh, it's obviously something that's absolute crap. You know, it's it's, it's by those it's, stupid, it's four stop. It's by those stupid dumb four stupid four horsemen women. It's all stupid because of them. Yeah, well, well, that I, I, I agree I with. I don't. I don't think it's even going to go to a, to a formal vote because Pelosi would have to give you know, the ability for the minority Republicans to subpoena whoever they want. I'm sure they would start with Hunter Biden. That would go over real fucking well. Then they'd probably subpoena her her son, Paul Pelosi Jr. <laughs> you know, I, I don't think she really wants that to happen, so I don't really see this going to a formal vote. And even if it does go to a formal vote, I mean, we all know they have 218 votes on the Democratic side, but it goes to, you know, it goes to the Senate, and it ain't going to go nowhere from there. It sounds like it's going to go to a vote, but I don't think it's going to I, I, doubt it will. I, I really don't think well, I'll go to a vote myself. <clears throat> if I can put it way in here, realistically, this thing is nothing but political theater. 
This is the liberals yeah. pandering to their their constituents, knowing right. that it's not going to happen. But it makes their people, their voters, feel that it's going to happen. So we have them try to try and garner more support and sucker people to to believe in something that they already know they're not going to do. But so. because they can sucker people, that's why they're talking about it right now. It will go to a vote, but nothing's going to be made of it. I guarantee this is just to get more more voters involved. That's all this is. I, I will be very surprised if it, if it does go to a vote because, like I said, she'll, she'll be given the, the authority for them to start subpoenaing people. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, I mean, when you're talking about impeachment of a president, you know, both sides got to make a case. <clears throat> but here's here's a question I have: When people elected a Democrat majority to the Congress, right? When they elected the majority, do they realize that literally, statistically, 96.8% of everything they've done has been either media or basically grand, grandizing and grandstaging, whatever it's called. I, I can't think of the words right now. It escapes me. But putting on a show for the media in Congress of attacking the president. That is what they've done. They've done nothing legislatively. Nothing. They've accomplished nothing. They took took the majority to chastise somebody they didn't like. This is this is what they're selling people. They're selling division. They're selling hatred. I mean, it is their history. I get it. But they're they're selling yes, theater. They're selling lies. They're selling crap. And people still buy into it. Not as much. And they're scared now. They're scared because the illegal alien is the new black vote because the support from the African-American community is obviously shifting. The support from the independents is shifting. So now we have to replace that with the illegal vote, right? But do people not see when it smacks them in the face that they have done nothing? And I'm not saying that Republicans, when they had control, did anything. When that piece of shit Paul Ryan in charge and all those rhino scumbags, they didn't accomplish anything either, okay? But at least they weren't – even during the Obama years, they weren't trying to impeach him, right? No. So this well, is God nothing God but – uh, Of course. So this is nothing but a game. We're, they're literally they're literally empowering these frauds and these criminals to project their crimes onto everybody else, but they've done nothing. It makes – him stronger, which I, of course, support. And I'm going to make this last point, and then I'll let you guys all chime in. But, you know, me and Mike spoke about this. I believe, one, he's going to get reelected, of course. Second, I don't trust the Senate because you have scumbags like Mitt Romney in there, the new McCain, and other, you know, fair weather pieces of shit. But regardless, he's not going to get impeached. He's going to get reelected. But they fear his second term so much because when he has nothing to lose, when he goes full bore, and I don't say this because I'm a supporter and because I love and appreciate the man. I say this because if you follow the trends, just with the things that he's done and the things that he brings up and the way that he talks about, you know, Clinton, um, name the crimes, name the, all the different things, why he brings it up. People think he's, Oh, he's just crazy. He's immature. He's this, he's that. No, it's calculated, and they fear the second term more than anything because when he has nothing to lose, that's when he can expose all the evils 
rightfully of both sides like he has done, which hasn't gotten any attention, just like the things he's done for the black community, the things he's done for the handicapped community, the things he's done. The list goes on and on and on. We don't talk about that. Right. We talk about his Twitter. We talk about it's a stupid thing. So they need to dumb it down. But what is it that they fear so much? I'd like to get I'd like to get your opinion because I find it fascinating. But do you do you do you guys feel the same way I do that this is nothing more than them showing their cards and showing how afraid they are of the inevitable? I mean, I, I, I'll definitely say I, I think there is some merit to what you're saying. I mean, he's he's not your typical politician. I mean, at the end of the day, he he doesn't care if he if he if he destroys a few people along the way. As a matter of fact, I think that's probably his goal with the way, especially with the way they're going to him right now. And then to you know to add what you said about the the Democratic Congress not getting anything done. Uh, the gentleman out of uh, Ohio, Mr. Jim uh, Jim Jordan. He, uh, he said the same thing. He was, uh, I think he was about two years in, and he said, hey, could, could we get back to doing some legislating? He said, all we're doing is sitting here. We're, we're, in, we're in meeting after meeting. We're on the media. He said, that's it. We, we, haven't, we haven't passed a single bill. Mm-hmm. Now, right. Dave. Well, if I can go on this one, because we, we all know that no. well, at least Dan knows. No. I, I'm definitely not a Trump supporter. But in this case, yeah, I, I do think that they're they're trying to hide something with their accusations against them. Now, That's is it exactly to push their agenda or something? No, I don't know. I, I couldn't tell you one way or the other. Do I think Trump in some way supports the basic political agenda of, of uh, continuing war, increased spending, and all that? Well, he, he seems to be going along with that. So I, I'm not exactly sure what the whole purpose of all this is. I think it's more or less to distract, keep us distracted and keep us divided. And uh, the only other thing I'm going to say about this is if you voted Libertarian, which you should have, you probably wouldn't be having these problems right now. Mm-hmm. I, 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 you know, I, I would agree that you know they're trying to keep us divided. I would definitely agree with that. And certainly they don't want him to get a certain uh, second term because, I mean, look, what's, look, look what might happen. He gets a second term. Uh, you know the the left and Antifa and all them, you know, crooked son of a bitches are gonna get pissed. And I'm telling you, there might be a, a, a civil war. Sure, there it is. It is a possibility. It. I mean, it, it seems like that is the ultimate goal to keep people almost at each other's throats. I mean, people do right. seem to be getting more and more angry and less and less. God, like I say, I hate using the word tolerant, but. Uh, I, it used to be that people who are Republicans or Democrats could have a you know normal conversation. I mean, they might get a little bit loud, but nowadays it's almost like if you even say one thing wrong, the other person's out the other person's throat. Uh, this is true with a Democrat or Republican. I've seen it in both cases. People just cannot handle a different opinion no. anymore. No, they can't. And um, I'm telling you, racist, uh, racism, black and white, I, I, I swear maybe to some people – they are racist, but the new racism is Democratic and Republican. That's the new racism. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's actually a very you good know? point. Yep. And and I think that goes widely unchallenged. And it's a damn shame because they the one side will literally will literally call if if a Democrat sees a black person talking about the support for the president or the support for the Republican Party or how they walked away, then they become a white supremacist, which shows you how 
how limited their intelligence is and how their argument has no merit. And then somebody on the right hears somebody from the left say something that breaks from their norm. Oh, you're a socialist, you're this. But we, we are so devoid of common sense and actual conversation. You know, and I used this earlier as an example, but Mike, you could attest. Remember back in the day when we would have our rallies, which everybody said were all right wing, but we had people in the audience there that were from the left, from the right, the um, Christian yeah. atheist. We had we uh, had we, every... we supposedly hated anyone who was Mexican, yet we had people who emigrated from Mexico who would stand right up to us and say, "You guys are exactly right." And there, there, there were many times so, when that happened. But look at, and, I, and I'm not just doing this to, to puff our chest here, but look at what we did then, back before it was acceptable and the norm, like what goes on now. Look at what we mm-hmm. did then and how we brought everybody together from all different sides. And I remember distinctly in Harrisburg, after that happened, then the ADL, the Southern Poverty Law Center, the Associated Press, the New York Times, it was a, a monumental hit piece on us, labeling us a hate group, an extremist group, everything. Why? We were not widely known, but known enough that we were test subjects back then for censorship. We were being censored in 2008, 2009, 2010, 2011. I go on and on and on. But we were a great example of what it is that they feared even back then. This is this has been all Agenda 21 pushed. This is this is all within that scope. But they were doing this for a long time unchallenged, and maybe it was noticed. But again, I go back. It was not challenged. It was not the norm. Now it seems like they're just they're going full bore. They're going at it to on a whole other level because they fear that they're losing their grasp on one segment of society they're losing that control they're losing that that fear factor that they use to control people and now they're going into desperate measures but well, what is I love how, you know, if i may make a comment about how they're right. using fear control i can't help but notice mm-hmm. that um you know again i do not support trump so I, I hate to keep saying that but i want to make this very clear to people but when i do have friends that do of course i also have friends that are they're liberals too but I've had black friends that support Trump mm-hmm. that get so much racist ab- – I, I hate to say it – racist abuse from the liberals because they support Trump. It's like, okay, I, I don't agree with them. I don't think you should be calling him you know, what's the, the Uncle Tom's um, yeah. slaves on the plantation. It's like, what, what the hell? I mean, what, you, you care about them unless they disagree with you? What the, what the hell's your problem here? Well, it was like when Antifa yeah. you know, was confronted by um, you know, police – there was um they were all in the riot gear and one of them was it was a black gentleman and the Antifa kept calling him a coon. Yep. It makes no sense. You're out there saying stop racism while you're calling a black man a coon. I mean, <laughs> They're basically using racism to fight racism in a way, and it, it, right. it's what it boils down to. It, it's okay if they're racist, just because yeah. it's not racism that it's, it's 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 fighting for rights. But I, I was to say I uh, am racist. <laughs> I am sick to death, and Dave, I'm going to let you speak in a second. I'm sorry. I am sick to death that the biggest and loudest people that stand up for Black Lives Matter, that stand up for Antifa, that stand up for the oppressed, that tell us how bad the white male is and white privilege and all that crap are white people themselves. 
And I'm not saying that to support any type of white agenda or any other bullshit that people may think, but it's just the irony of these people who speak about white privilege are always the whitest people in the room, you know, and they're the same ones. You have white people on the left, you know, chastising and condemning black people on the right because they're not checking their privilege. Oh, so they lose their color now as well because they don't believe the same thing you believe. How stupid, how naive, how pathetic have we become as a society to accept this, to take that and just roll with it. It's just the norm. It's just the norm. It's, it's sad and it's demeaning and the populace should know better. Dave, I'm sorry. Go ahead, man. Oh, oh no, I'm, I'm good, but I'll, but I'll, you know, comment on that. Look at the people that are standing up for that kind of stuff. Like take one look at them. You think anybody's going to take them serious? But unfortunately, yeah. I think I think too many people take them seriously. That's that's the part that's kind of scary. Uh, yeah. Well, 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 well. Then they have they they definitely have rocks in their head. I mean, because just, you got just, people that that are standing up for Black Lives Matter. First of all, they're not even black, which is fine. But they're they're also a dude that's dressed up as a girl. Well, it's 2019. Now you gotta you gotta be um, <laughs> you gotta be accepting. But just to kind of kind of point it out, what, what I'm talking about with, with people becoming too radical, and, and I think there, you know, this kind of proves a point. If you if you go and look at Jim Jordan, he's he's a very well versed, very educated congressman out of Ohio, and he's he's Republican. If you look at his Twitter feed, he has about 750,000 followers. He doesn't even have quite a million followers. If you go to AOC, she has five and a half million followers. Oh, that's that's because she's been popularized by the media. I mean, even before that's, she, even when she just saying. won a primary, they were putting her on TV at least a dozen times a day. And you don't right. see that with regular politicians. You, you see, uh, they, they might get mentioned once a month if they're lucky, but for whatever reason, CNN, MSNBC, she was like their poster child, and she hadn't even won an election. She just won a primary, and after she got elected, they ran wild with her. Oh, you got to wonder to yourself, why is it somebody who one hasn't even been in Congress being pushed so hard by the, by liberal TV agent, liberal TV? Why, why are the news outlets doing this? There, there's obviously, in my opinion, some reason why they want people to recognize her face, and I think she's probably just another one of these people that are puppets that has someone controlling her, and they said, hey, we want you to push this person to the moon so we can make them do what we want. The, the 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 reason I see that happening is because one, unlike Nancy Pelosi, she has a pretty face. Two, mm-hmm. she's young and she's young and naive, even though she thinks she's educated. And and in in uh, you know in Washington, she's not educated. She's not educated at all. She's brand new. Boston University should apologize for her. <laughs> so I mean, <laughs> just just on that, she's a, she's nothing more than a you know a political head that they can manipulate and that they can fine tune to the way they want. She has the right mindset to begin with for them. And now they can just kind of mold her however they want. I, I agree. Actually, um, Dan, if you don't mind, I'm going to a shameless plug for my own site. I actually write about issues like this. I, I wrote about this one. I specifically wrote about her. Uh, my website's called the uncensored truth.net. And uh, basically it's a, it's, it's a blog, blog page, but it's got a pretty nice website to it. Bit libertarian leaning, but I definitely cover issues like like AOC and her rise to political power and a bunch of other things. So if anyone has a chance, please check it out. Also on Facebook at the Uncensored Truth and on Twitter at the Uncensored Truth. Thank you. <laughs> nice. Shameless plug. Nice. That, 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 that right there that was worth hundred dollars. 
That was worth Dan's hundred bucks. <laughs> At least sixty. Mike, you owe me you owe me twenty dollars for ad time. Um, I'll send you a check. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, Herb, go ahead, plug your plug your page, man. Oh yes, um, the the uncensored conservative of America. I just started a few weeks ago. I'm up to almost three hundred followers so far. Trying to grow it much larger than that, hopefully. So if you can follow me on there, that'd be lovely. I also have a Twitter with the exact same name. Give them both a like. Dave, are you, do you have any dollars? <laughs> yeah, like yeah, two fifty. Dave, do you have anything to shamelessly <laughs> plug? calculator. <laughs> now, now, to be honest with you, the only thing that I want to plug is probably AOC. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> and that, ladies and gentlemen, is why our show is rated R with explicit content. Uh, well, I'm certainly going to knock at his door. I definitely, definitely, I want, I want to say that this, this free forum is something that I actually enjoy. And again, I want to let it let it out there to everybody, and so they know that over the course of the next week, really, you'll be getting podcasts and you'll be getting um, mini radio shows and another show like this because I'm going to get my money's worth. And uh, you know, and I'm wondering how of... many cries of misogyny we've already received for the last couple of comments. <laughs> of course, <laughs> yeah, but there, oh God. <laughs> There, there will be a lot of content coming from the Voice of the People USA radio fan page, and there's going to be a lot of content on our Voice of the People USA YouTube. And again, once we actually post this whole Patreon thing and subscribe star thing, there'll be exclusive content on there. I, we will also be having interviews. We will be having guests, unique guests, people that you you have heard of, people you haven't heard of. Um, two that I could say I'm actually really excited about, but I'm not going to put it out there and be that person anymore. But until it actually happens, but um, there's a lot to come. There will be there will be some songs and music inter intertwined in what we do as well that will return for those to remember. But I just wanted to throw that out. So I think it's important though to really to to drive this home. You know, for people who want to share this link right now, it's the www.blogtalkradio.com/vopusa. The Spreaker account, which failed miserably earlier, but is great for podcasts, that's also on there at Spreaker.com slash BOPUSA. Very, very similar. You can find it on the page. And this is my own version of a commercial break. So I just wanted to do a little plugging there. I'm, I'm trying to get better at that. Uh, well, you plug something but, a, little but, less, but, a little less fun, I guess. <laughs> yeah, well, you know. Um, something I also want to want to put out, to to everybody again it's in the chat room for those who are on those who may not know it's there um the call in number for this show you think it'd be a 1-800 number but no but it is area code 515-605-9832 again that's 515-605-9832 and you can find that on all our fascist book accounts and our Voice of People USA radio page account as well. So call, feel free to call, call in. Long distance charges, please bill them to Dan. Is that going to be the yeah, program call thank number you. for this show? Or? Um, I believe, yes. That is going to be the, okay. the steady call-in number. So I just want to put that out there to everybody before we move on. So 
Okay. Now, I I I want to say something. Well, you know what? Before I get into my next tirade, because that's not fair, because you know I never shut up. I I want to ask the opinion of everybody here. What do you all think? And this is, and I want honest opinions here. And Mike, try to control yourself because I have to. But okay, this this goes. Am I allowed to am I allowed to curse at all or no? <laughs> you have to ask that at this point. Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we're by the way we're starting a contest to see how quickly we get our three strikes on uh, YouTube, so we could cry yeah. and go. We've oh, been yeah, we actually do have to watch that for YouTube, so uh, we 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 do need to keep no, it clear no, that we're, we're used to. No, we're allowed well, explicit content. Yeah, no, definitely by now, definitely. But um, <laughs> I want to know your opinion. This this dates back a little bit, but really to Herb, Dave, or Dave Herb, whichever order first. What are your opinions of the Tea Party? I'll go last. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'll so, go. <laughs> I'll go, go ahead. Dave. Dave. I'll go, go ahead. next to last. I'll go after last. <laughs> Does nobody want to talk about the tea party? Herb. I'll, I'll go. I'll I don't go know, first Dan, if you Mike, want. Go ahead and talk go, about it. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to go? <laughs> yeah, go ahead, Mike. Okay, you're all a bunch of idiots if you believe in the tea party. I could have told you that before it even started. When I time yelling. I'm sorry, but. Uh, I mean, you could obviously tell the way they were going. The support of Paul Ryan. Now, Paul Ryan was all right, but you could tell that the guy was not what the Tea Party actually had planned. The fact that the money started coming behind it, whenever money comes behind politics, you get something that's basically establishment. People need to be smart and realize that's the problem. When something gets that much media attention, gets that much backup from the media, more likely they're pushing something that's not good for you. People need to be clear on this. If the media loves it, you're an idiot for following it. And the fact the whole damn thing fell apart after a few short years, and basically you've got the same establishment people pushing the same damn establishment policies is exactly what you deserve because you're too dumb to realize look past the pretty little image that they gave you for the Tea Party. And uh, you, you'll, they'll let it go to hell. All right. I'm, I'm, that's about I'm, – I'm feeling better now. <laughs> Dave, Herb? Uh, I mean, I mean it, it called – I don't – I just I, I don't understand the whole thing. You know, they called for lower taxes and reduction of the national debt. Well, shit, we've been doing that for how long? Yeah, exactly. They're gonna, they're not gonna change anything. So if you bought into that, you're, you're I don't know. I mean, it was, it was definitely uh, it was definitely a um, it was definitely a cover. Clearly, uh, you know, I mean. Mm-hmm. There's really not much more to say. With you know, he he finished it off right there in the very beginning. It's if if, if you if you bought into it, it, it just didn't make any sense. Like you said, if, if the media is covering it to that degree, it's not going to have your best interest at heart. I I think, and I, I'm going to be calm when I approach this. But many years ago, we were um, chastised because we we cautioned people about any group that's out there saying, give us your money to protest the government taking your money. There's a little bit of hypocrisy in that. And don't believe everything you're being sold. 
and we were we were attacked by people who were supporters of us and, and part of what we did for a while, saying that we're jealous, we're traitors, we're you know we're patriots. I like that. We, we lost a lot of, of lot of people at the time we thought were friends because of that. Yes, and to clarify, the thing that I found most insulting, and I I keep drawing back to the campaign to defeat Barack Obama. <laughs> Do you think they wanted Barack Obama to lose his second term? They said we need a million dollars by midnight, and they would chastise people if we're only at eight hundred thousand. And then the yeah. next day, we need another million dollars. We need another million dollars. Another million dollars. It was nothing more than a corrupt thing that was supported by very good people, faithful people, people with patriotism, with pride, with passion, and they were preyed upon by predators. And it was disgusting it was sad to see and now i think is a good time to reveal after all these years one of the main people who started the tea party thing actually reached out to us after our first series of rallies and asked how we went about doing it and all that good stuff and mr odom you know launched his thing and then we said hey we'd love to be a part of it and we were told that no there's no room in the tea party for protesting illegal immigration and there's no room in the tea party for protesting the the tax things that we were talking about at the time now do you see the irony of that do you do you see the hypocrisy of that but we didn't take it personally we just seen it for what it was and the thing that upset me the most is seeing good people out there in this country that can't afford to donate constantly to politicians, donate constantly to groups that say they're serving their best interests, but prey on them and prey on their fears, on their anger, on their mistrust of the government. It's, it's sad to see, and it's a shame that it played out the way that it did, but they were nothing more than a corrupt, rhino-run failure. And but they were successful making millions of dollars and taking advantage of people, but yeah, they did nothing. They had a million dollar donation. Of course, yeah. you know, and, and they, they did with, uh, with what the direction they took. If you don't mind me saying, is that remember the Tea Party really originally became popular because of Ron Paul. When I realized mm-hmm. that they were basically saying we don't need him anymore, that's when I realized that it was just basically becoming another establishment tool to sucker money out of people. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. And, you know, it, it's it's sad to see what it was, but everybody hates uh, Senator Jeff Flake, right? Former Senator Jeff Flake, because he was a scumbag. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a Tea Party guy. John Boehner, a corrupt scumbag. He was a Tea Party guy. Paul Ryan, well, gee, who, who I disagree who with. Who do we know Mike. locally that was somebody that we, we did support, unfortunately, that was a Tea Party <laughs> favorite also? Dan? Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Sweet Lou. I we'll we'll get into my my thoughts on uh, former Congressman Lou Barletta. Um, we'll we'll save that for a little bit later. But okay. um, <laughs> it's a perfect example of establishment people that were corrupt, that that did nothing but basically put on a different mask, pretended to be something that was popular at the moment, and they got their way in. They found their way in and they made more money prying from the hands of the good people of this country and exactly. robbing them blind. 
and it's disgusting to see. And that is the epitome of what I talk about. Even in my crappy show descriptions that I put that we're going to piss off all sides and piss off the establishment. When I say establishment, I'm referring to the evil scum on the left and the even more evil scum on the right. Because you know what? I will say this. And this, is, this, this doesn't apply to all leftists. Because Nancy Pelosi, Maxine Waters, and Schumer, and all them—they've been corrupt and dirty forever. But to oh, a majority, uh, a majority of—I'm telling. You. Oh God, I know. But to the majority of the Democrats out there, and the leftists, and the liberals that are out there so vocally protesting, at least they're honest about their disdain and their hatred and their naivety. But at least they're honest about it. I think the greatest cancer is comes from truly those on the right who play off of people's emotions and their frauds and their fakes. And I think that is the most disgusting and evil thing in politics, society, and culture today. And those are the ones that I, I would say really earn my substantial amount of hatred because how, how evil do you have to be? To know, to willingly, to to play on somebody's love of country, to prey upon people's, you know, anger, their fears, and to take their last dollar, to take up their time, take up their efforts, and take advantage of people, knowing full well that they're using them. So at least the left owns their hatred. They own it, and they don't hide from it. But there's so many people on the right that are nothing more than, well, two-bit whores. And it's disgusting to see. And that well, Also, imagine really... how disheartening it is for these people that believe in something, only to find out that yet again they've been fooled. And eventually you're going to have people that genuinely care but feel like they can't do a damn thing because every time they try to, they get taken advantage of. That That's the sickest thing to me because I think every American's civic duty is to Get involved in politics, learn about it, you know, vote and, and do what you can. And, and this just directly goes towards making those people feel like they can't do a damn thing. That's why you see voting turnouts go down all the time. And so many people I've talked to said, why even bother voting anymore? It's pointless. And and that killed me. Yeah. You know, yep. voting, voting people, they, they, they totally tune out of politics now because they've been taken advantage of by these parasites. Exactly. I actually, I actually uh, have a have a question for you, gentlemen, if, if you wouldn't mind. Mm-hmm. Sure. I, I, I posted it on my page, and, 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 and I thought it was a, a curious piece. So during the last election in 2016, I think uh, I think Trump, what did he get, about 4.5 million votes out in California? I think it was about 4.5 million, right? And I think mm-hmm. Clinton, Clinton got about 8 million, you know, which we all knew she would absolutely destroy him in, in California. Do you think he will get more votes, less votes, or about the same amount in California, and why? Oof. Who wants to take that one first? I'm trying, you know, more likely, I'm going to say she's probably going to get more because I know there's been a lot of migration from California where people that, you know, have become disenfranchised with their policies have actually left. I know Mm -hmm. Texas has been a major recipient of... uh, expatriates from California. Yes. So I, I think it's going to be a case of most of the people that were not leaning towards her in the first place are already gone. And it's actually going to make give her 
you know, the, the better liberal support base. Dave? I think I think there's going to be more just based off the publicity that Trump gets. I, I, I have some guy on uh, on Facebook. He's a huge Trump supporter, and he's a, he's a Spanish guy. I can't think of his name right now, but I, I just think he's going to get he's, – he, he might even possibly win it. It's going to be close. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if you'll. Uh, you know, in, in our generation, ever see California turn red? I personally don't know about that. I just kind. I kind of think he'll get more votes myself. I think he's going to get end up getting more votes because, you know, uh, between, between 2016 and now, the left has just gotten so extreme that they're kind of falling in on themselves. If you ask me, they're they're falling apart from the bottom. I, I apologize. My my misheard the question. Were we talking about if Clinton did run again in this year? If she gives no, more no, votes, or no, no, not no. Just, My phone's kind of getting really sketchy. Yeah, no, no. The question was just purely on Trump. Will he get about the same oh, amount I'm of sorry. votes as he did last time, which was four, four and a half million? Will he get more? Will he get less? And, and and why do you think you know your answer is what it is? Oh, okay, I, I, I apologize if my my answer probably didn't make much sense then because I, I I totally got something different from that question at the time. <laughs> um, as far as if I think Trump will get more. I, again, I mean, it, it still stays the same. I, I think a lot of the people that were, you know, that might have leaned towards voting for him, have become very upset with the policies of that state. I mean, you have to admit, California has become basically a liberal paradise. And uh, so I, I think a lot of the people, a lot of the people that weren't liberal that had the means to leave, have left. And uh, you know, you can't blame them. I mean, if you don't like something that's happening, you either fight to overcome it or you get out of dodge. And uh, that's there, what I think is happening. I think there's a lot of people everywhere out. What's that? I said there's shitting everywhere there. Oh, yeah, <laughs> San Francisco and Los Angeles are the, the big cases of that. There's even a case of what was it? Uh, the bubonic plague is broken out again in uh, San Francisco, from what I understand. One of, one of them got really bad. Or typhus, I'm sorry. A lot of these medieval diseases are making a re- reappearance. Be- well, poor sanitation does a lot of that. Uh, you know, if, if people are literally taking a crap on the streets, then you, you you could spread a hell of a lot of diseases about it very easily. Oh yeah, fecal matter is a, is a huge um, transporter of disease. Right, and that, that's Let why you know, they, they say a lot of these vaccines don't. <laughs> not to, not, vaccines is another topic for another day, but uh, yeah, all right. these advances as far as diseases being eliminated is actually more due to modern plumbing than anything else. Okay, let me let let me just interject here. Those four and a half million votes from California, over three million of them, or three and a half million of them, have already been essentially rejected because they were fraudulent votes, and there was definitely more than that. Uh, yeah, she still wins California, but not by the majority, and not even the popular vote, and that is simply because. How many dead people keep voting in every election? It's pathetic. <laughs> and then it goes right. down to the one core principle that is still connected to everything that happens today. It's connected to Homeland Security, education, to everything, every facet of our existence as Americans. It comes down to illegal immigration. It is nothing mm-hmm. more than a cancer on society. And I'm not saying illegals from South America. I say illegal. Our haters put a race to it. 
That's on them. Again, hypocrites, because they're the ones putting a race to it. Illegal from anywhere. White, black, brown, whatever it may be. Okay? Illegals come in here. They drain the benefits. They drain resources. They shit all over the American dream, what this country is. They shit on every immigrant that came here legally and did it the right way that had to go through hell to be a part of this republic. They, des- they desecrate them. And it is the illegal vote that gives the left the advantage, always. Right. He's going to win right. in 2020. It's going to be a much larger majority, but the fraud, the theft, the dead vote, the illegal vote, some go hand in hand. That is where it comes from. That is the directive of everything. They're they're pandering to non-citizens. They're pandering to people who literally cross the border. Here's your social security card. Here's your driver's license. Here's, your benefits, your this, your, you name it. They have everything handed to them, and don't worry, we'll vote for you. We'll vote on your behalf. As a registered Republican, who hates the Republican Party, mind you, but as a registered Republican, I can vote online. I can vote via mail. I can vote via Facebook. I can vote via proxy. But how come the Democrats are able to literally submit Legal tender votes online. How are they able to submit votes via somebody else voting on their behalf? Nobody challenges it. Nobody challenges the corruption. Nobody challenges the breaks in the system that are draining this country. That goes back to what I said in the beginning. Nobody stands up to the actual (laughs) core corruption, the core cancer destroying this country. Nobody talks about it. We have to make Russia the boogeyman, but that didn't work, right? So now we have to project the Democrats and Hillary went to the Ukraine in 2016, which prompted the Russia, the Christopher Steele dossier. It all started, it stemmed from that. We were calling for the Ukraine to be investigated, right? But Russia failed, so now, oh. Ukraine was our, was our sin, so let's project it onto Trump, right? Again, deflect, 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 and people do not challenge it. Meanwhile, they take advantage of, manipulate, abuse, and use immigrants, illegals, illegal aliens, illegal alien criminals, if uh, upon legal entry you are a criminal. They take advantage of these people. And they use them to their own benefit. And again, it doesn't get addressed. It do- that is election fraud. That illegals play into everything. As I well, said, they, they address it but, by calling it racism. If you try and address it, of course, of course. And right. I want to jump back to some. If I die, please do not let me vote anything but libertarian or a Democrat. <laughs> uh, I, I refuse. And Even I want to vote, vote Democrat. I want to I want to jump back to something that you said before Herb, the Dave's comment about men dressing as women, right? I well, I want to bring this up because it plays into it, right? Listen, I don't care if you're gay, oh straight, whatever you are, right? I don't care. Live your life. You're free to live your life. God bless. Do your thing. I don't care. 
but I don't have kids. But who the hell are these people to sexualize children? We know their their lust and their love for children, right? It's a sick, twisted, fucked up thing that nobody ever wants to really get into without saying it's conspiracy. It's this, it's that, right? But no, there's truth there, but we don't talk about that. Why the hell are we having men dressed as women reading to children in a library? Why are we sexualizing children? Why are we why are we saying it's okay? You know what? It's a mental sickness. Not if you're gay. I don't care if you're gay. It's a sickness if you tell children, you believe it enough to tell children that you can switch your gender daily. You can identify as whatever you want to identify as. No, it's not right. It's not right. Be who you want to be. If you're a man who wants to dress like a woman, that's on you. If you're a woman who wants to dress like a man, that's on you. But don't sit there and tell me there's 78 genders. Okay, there's male, there's female. Bottom line, they don't like facts, right? This well, is what it well, goes. What I'm going back to the beginning. Now, is there uh, the gender ed- education? Remember, it's pathetic. Back, I'd say about a decade or so ago, an LGBT activist used to say, used to make fun of people like us for saying that they're going to go after the children. Look at what's being taught in schools now. My friend has a exactly. to high school. Do you know what I hear on a daily basis from her about what they teach about genders? <laughs> If you can't tell me that absolutely was what they intended to do. They intended to do, go for these kids, and uh, I don't want to say manipulate, but there are studies that show that people aren't born being gay or transgender. It's basically based off of the environment and the people you hang out with and what you learn. And where are they learning this stuff? Schools. Why is the percentage of kids that are identify as transgender or gay going up? Schools. But we're well, not supposed to mention this. That's because children's children's are, brains are very malleable at that age. Exactly. Okay, you can you can. I don't say that there's something wrong with adults that do this because hey, I, I I will admit I have adult friends that are gay that are transgender. I I can sit and have a talk with them. Any for the most part, even they say we shouldn't be doing this stuff in schools, sexualizing kids at that age or even talking about it. I mean, because it's younger than like. Um, I remember when I was younger, it was uh, junior high school. I was probably in eighth or ninth grade when that first, you know, what did they call it? Uh, I can't remember the class that they called it, but, you know, basically about sexual orientation, you know, learning about sex and that sort of thing. But uh, nowadays they're doing it to kids as young as, like, first and second grade. I think you also have to look at things like um, Bravo TV or Wii TV. They have these shows, you know, showing kids in scantily, you know, almost stripper outfits. How the hell is this not considered wrong? Instead, it's somehow considered entertainment. That is absolute bullshit. Mm-hmm. Let me let me be clear. the The push for somehow accepting pedophilia on any level is disgusting. And as far as I'm concerned, and I want this to be very clearly known, I've said this, and I mean this, and I will never stray from this. If you abuse an animal. If you abuse a woman or you abuse a child, you don't deserve jail. You deserve a slow, painful, public death. Okay? And what is happening now, and that's what it plays, plays into them preying on the illegals, preying on the children. It is the most deviant, disgusting abuse known to men. And it's, it's or woman, there. I'm politically correct now. 
or I non-binary, non-gender, spirit gender, tree gender, um, <laughs> fluid gender, um, you know, pine cone, whatever the hell you decide to be today. Okay. Yeah, it's it's abuse and it's criminal. And I have to ask the parents that support that, that support their seven-year-old child being told, they are just, yes, they're just as liable as the scum that is teaching them this and the school system that allowed this. So I'm not, I'm never speaking one side about religion, right? But we demonize people. We demonize them if they want to say the Pledge of Allegiance include one nation under God, right? Or they attack Christians. They attack Christians all the time. Christians are evil. They're pushing their Christian agenda, the Judeo-Christian agenda, right? Mm-hmm. So we demonize them, but it's okay to glorify the ones that want to corrupt sexualize, exploit, and destroy the children. That's okay. And the school systems that support it, that's okay. And the media that you know, grandizes it, that's okay. It's not right. And until people go beyond talking like we are and actually confronting it head on, it's not going to change. But it's sick. It's not, it's not controversial. It's not, well, it's a difference of opinion. It's sick. Call it for what it is. We all have different beliefs here, right? But I think we can all agree, even Mike with his twisted-ass libertarian stuff, (laughs) we can all agree that this is wrong. And until we start criminalizing it, it's going to continue and continue to be exploited and continue to be endorsed. And when, when do we as a population, no matter what your political agenda – because there's a lot of Democrats out there that don't want their children exposed to freaking fat bearded men wearing dresses reading to them. They don't, they don't want it. They don't agree with it. So it's not a political issue. It's a sickness. It's a cancer. Well, this is actually where I'm going to get my libertarianism in, involved in this conversation because personally – I think the state should be taken out of education. Let people decide so their laws how they want their children to be educated. I guarantee you that when people start paying, either you know, there's something like school vouchers on that. But when people have a choice of where to send their kids, you will see the political agenda taking out of most of these classrooms. Because as long as you allow the state to educate your kids, your kids are going to be indoctrinated into politics. And well, as you said before, the liberals have infiltrated the education system. The only way to get get them out of it is to make schools private, let the money and a, the preferences of the person choosing to send their kids be the deciding factor on what's taught to their kids. Amen. I, I don't I don't know why there would where it would ever be a political agenda in school anyway. It's the it's sickening. And then Dave, you know from where we work. And where you're still working, I assume, you know, even in that program, government-funded program, this kind of sick shit is still endorsed and pushed. I mean, you see yeah, it firsthand. It's, it's okay. I've seen it. Yeah, yeah, it's it, it's okay. Yeah, 
And tell me, do you like your tax dollars, your federal tax dollars, being put into a program to teach this propaganda, to teach these lies, to teach this sickness, this poison? Do you like that being the norm and accepted, and that's okay? Oh, I no, don't. Definitely not. Definitely no. It's, definitely no. But it, it's, it, it, but it's, but for where I am, it's all a plot to get people to stay. Because if they yep. stay, they get they get more money. Yep. So yep. we're a little more tolerable. It's a money game. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And that's where I knock it in. in you know, being funny about Mike's libertarian beliefs, but no, your belief there is spot on, and a lot of your beliefs are spot on because it's originalist libertarian, libertad, right? Veritas, freedom. And that's where it goes back to where I say, I don't care. People are free to live their lives however they want to live their lives. That's on them. But do not force it upon the, the unwilling. Do not force it on the children. It's sick. Well, yeah. It's. I mean, you see, it, it's all over the place, though. It, it's like a cancer. It's on TV. Mm-hmm. It's on. It's in schools. It's everywhere. And it goes unchecked. It's amazing yeah. how how it, well tolerated it something of this insane is. Yeah, it, it goes on. It goes unattested. You know, I'm sure there's parents that 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 went there. And they caused the scene, and they were looked at as these big brutes. And, that, and then they get know, ca- accused of child abuse because they're speaking up they, against, oh, you're, you're saying your child can't be a, a different gender? You're right. That's child abuse. Right. We're going to stick children and youth on you. Like, what? Yeah, right. Yeah, we we want to give drugs to your, your nine-year-old child to start the sex change. Oh, that, well, drugs to kids, that. that's, another, that's another subject. We can go into that in another, in another episode. I've got a lot to say about that thing. That's a bigger issue. But seriously, seriously, what they say, and again, the hypocrisy of the argument, they are literally saying – they're sensationalizing what Hitler and the SS did. Okay? It's the same difference. Tell me I'm wrong. It's it's basically state control over your children, and you have nothing to say about it. And if you do, it comes down on you. It's disgusting. And people are too damn quiet about this. We talk more about the the issues of, you know, everybody, everybody, right, left, has to be a victim, right? And do not tell me there's not people that probably, you know, I share a lot of political beliefs similar with, but there's people, um, we know the left, what they do, but there's a lot of people on the right that also – Look at me, I'm a victim. They took down my yeah. YouTube, I'm a victim. I'm a victim, I'm a victim, I'm a victim, I'm a victim. We the victim card gets played regardless and, if you're on the left or the right all the time. And why? Why do people not just refuse to be victimized by anyone or anything or any agenda? Because Where being a victim is, is easy. Exactly. You, you scapegoat. It, it's... You're foregoing your, your, your birthright, for Christ's sake, just to be an individual, to, to have your own opinion, your own mindset, to have, to have your beliefs. That just it's, – it's disgusting. Hang on. We have a, somebody calling in here. 
Okay. Okay, caller. Hello. Hi. I, I just want to say, Herbie, you sound really sexy and so smart about these things. Your wife is a really lucky lady. Thank you. <laughs> well, God. well, there you go. And she hung up. <laughs> so. All right, Ed. I'm going to learn how to edit this shit and put that out there. Uh, I was already for that one, actually. I might, I might get shot, but she sounded kind of sexy. <laughs> wow. And this, and this, and this is a perfect example of why we do it like this. And what you'll see for, is for the shows actually get promoted. We our phone calls. We don't. We, yes, we don't screen our phone calls because we want you to come on here and throw it out there however you want to. Well, actually, could you could no. you try to screen that one for me? <laughs> no, sir. Wanna, that person is gone. Follow, I just want to follow. Well, well, I'm hey, offended. Wait, wait a minute. If, if you're going to start, whoever's screening phone calls, if that girl calls back, no. give her my cell phone number. <laughs> oh God! Well, there you can appreciate this. That was a Skype caller whose number was one 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 one. So there you go. So well, she didn't sound Russian. On. She didn't sound Russian. <laughs> that was a Russian. She was Ukrainian. <laughs> that was a Ukrainian. <laughs> but I, I, I just I don't want to stray from this because it, it's something that's too damn important and not enough people, you know think outside the box and think that instead of being that victim or a product of the system or, you know, just enslaved to a a system, a mindset, for Christ's sake, be your own person, okay? You don't have to sit here and accept the insanity as the new norm. Something I want to say, I want to do this. This is important to me, and I, this is a, kind of a personal thing, but, you know, my, my best friend in the whole world is my mom, right? My mom has, has proven time and time again throughout my entire life that she's the strongest person I've ever met in my life. She's gone through absolute hell, and she continues fighting on, and she was always my best friend and probably the coolest damn person I've ever known. And she taught me at a young age to just say, to be blunt, fuck it, be yourself. And I've always, I've always respected that. And I've always admired that among the many things I admire about my mother, but she is my source of inspiration and strength. And I say that sincerely and I love her to death. And there was another woman, there's a lot of people in my life that have made an impact, but somebody, I want to say this, you know, specifically, we knew her, Herb, as Mrs. Patterson. Her name is Carrie Walters McCormick now. And I had the, had the privilege of having this woman as a teacher twice. And this, this woman, who I consider another one of my personal heroes, I, I know for a fact that she definitely doesn't share the same political beliefs as me. But one thing... No, but, but she's a realist and she'll, she'll, 
she'll not just knock one side, she'll knock all sides. But growing up, she taught me many, many things. But one of the things that always stood out, I think it was like ninth grade, was the power of being a nonconformist and not conforming to a society that tells you that you have certain expectations and things you have to abide by. She empowered me, all right, to be the nonconformist, to be your own person, to be an individual rather than part of the whole. That, that, regardless, even if she's a, a raging leftist or a raging right winger or whatever, she still teaches this day. And anybody that has her has her. Excuse me. Oh, there. <laughs> Grammatically messed up talking about my English teacher. Sorry, but uh, anybody who has somebody like that as a teacher, especially this day and age, is lucky to have somebody who is real and honest and not indoctrinated by the system and not a puppet of the system. And that is what's lacking today. There are still good teachers out there. There are still good educators out there. There's still good parents out there. There's good people out there that are sitting idly by waiting for someone or something to change the greater, the whole versus doing anything on their end. And that's the mindset, the mentality that needs to change, that has to change, because this is becoming sick. And I don't want to talk about it in another episode. And long story short, I love you, Mom, and I love you, Mrs. McCormick, because you were two of the most inspirational people in my life. But nevertheless, something that you said earlier is for another episode, and maybe it very well will be, but... Going along with the sickness and indoctrination, when you now have parents being susceptible to, I think in some cases, felonies or not allowing, not being allowed to have your children go to school because you didn't stick them with the 45 freaking vaccines and to drug up your children is also of the Nazis and it's sick. Who is anyone to tell you that your child needs however damn many shots they decide, you know, oh, it may cause autism, it may cause this, it may cause that, but that's okay. It's required. It's a state mandate. It's a federal mandate. We've taken away the rights of the individual. We've taken away the rights of the parent. We've taken away that freedom, that those those freedoms, those liberties are more or equally – we'll say equally as important as free speech. And I got banned on YouTube. Oh, God. Oh, woe is me. Give me money because I got banned on YouTube. You know what? Yes, it's a free speech issue, and it's important. But who is anyone, anyone to tell you that you have no control over your child? You have no control over how you're going to parent, how you're going to live. That, that is beyond criminal. And I just wanted to put that out there. I'm going to let you guys talk. I'm sorry. Well, my simple answer to this is that when the state controls the choices over your child, the state controls your child. You don't. And some people, certain people seem to be comfortable with that, but they shouldn't be. They are their children. The state is not your mother. The state is not your father. 
the state is not the adult making decisions for you. You are the adult making decisions for your kid. If you allow someone else to do it, you are no longer an adult. Amen. That's all I got for that one. Gentlemen? Um, I, I'm, I myself, that's probably where I differ from the um, from the right. I am actually in full support of vaccines. I am not in support of the regimen that they typically want administered. Uh, you know, with our daughter, we, we didn't give her the MMR until she was, I think, four years old. And on the pamphlet, it actually says not intended for children under the age of three, but yet they want to push it at the uh, age of 12 months. Um, hey, but you actually so, did the thing that most people don't do. They look at those, they look at the inserts, they look at the pamphlets, and they realize the problem. A lot of people don't even do that. Well, that was actually my you, wife. You actually I'm made the right choice by looking into <laughs> it and making an informed decision. Right. Well, that's what I would say. You know, I mean, my my wife handled more on that end. She um, everything she looked up, and she was more towards the side of not vaccinating. You know, but not mm-hmm. not not vaccinating at all. The, the only one she was really scared about was the MMR, and you know, like I said, we we decided to wait on it. Um, you know, at, at the end of the day, they, they they do save lives. Do I think that you know you should be forced to have your child vaccinated at a young age? No. Do I think you should have your child vaccinated personally? Absolutely. They, they save lives. Not all of these diseases have been eradicated. A uh, perfect example, right up here by me, uh, I'm up in Sullivan County, New York. We have a big measles outbreak. You know, everyone was like, well, when was the last time we saw measles? They're here now. <laughs> you know, so, so that's, that's kind of my whole stand on vaccination. Yes, I do support vaccinations. I just think that parents should be smart about it, know what's going into their child, and do it slowly. Dave? Uh, guys, if you'll excuse me for one minute, I, I have to take a personal break. I'll be right back. Dave? Well, I'll tell you, I, 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 I think it's wrong. I'm with Dan on this one. I think it's absolutely wrong that, you know, they're forcing, you know, parents to vaccinate their kids. With, I don't even, you don't even know what that shit is. Well, here, here's my thing on it. Now, do I think there's a political agenda behind it? Of course. I mean, it seems like there's nothing right. today. I mean, somebody sneezes, it's, it's got a political agenda. But the, the way that I would see it, that it that takes it out of a political agenda side, is what you have to understand, first of all, vaccines are not 100% guaranteed. I think they're, I think no. they're about 90, 98, 99%. I mean, they're, they're really high high um, expectancy to, to protect you. But the, other, the, the flip side of that is, even though you have taken this vaccine, you can still be carrying you may not get it, but you could still be carrying it. Now, you have an unvaccinated child in school with vaccinated children. That unvaccinated child could come in contact with the vaccinated child that is still carrying this and contract it. Hey, who, I mean, who gives a shit? You know, if I go get a hepatitis B shot and, and I'm driving home from work and I get killed, who gives a fuck if I got the hepatitis B shot? Look, it's natural natural selection. If if they're worried about their kid, if they're worried about their kid getting something, well, then maybe they need to look at what they're putting their their child into. Mm-hmm. All right, Herb. Well, I mean, you you can't always, you know, I mean, you to say to look at what you're putting your child into. I mean, you, how are you going to know? I mean, a school's a school. I mean, just walking outside, you can catch the flu, unfortunately. 
I think it's more or less just about trying to take as much precaution as you can, more or less. Yeah. Who remembers? Or, or, who remembers be? Good. Or, or you start home, homeschooling your kid. You could. I mean, and you, 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 you every solve everything day. that way. But yeah. it, you know, you got the single mother who has to work, and she, you know, she keeps doesn't have the time to homeschool. You know, there are some that well, do. Um, my 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 cousin, his his wife, is um, she she's a homeschooler. She's very Republican, and she does not believe in vaccinating. Her daughter was not vaccinated and she could not send her to school because of it. So she's homeschooling, but she is able to, you know, my, my cousin's very, very successful from the military. Uh, you know, just, he's, he's in with his own business. So he makes plenty of money then she can stay home and do that. Not everybody is so fortunate. All right. You know, Who remembers ahead, growing up? I, I just, I'm, I'm curious. Who remembers growing up being in school and it's time to take your fluoride pill? Remembers that Herb? I know you. I, I know a, you went through. I didn't it get a fluoride pill, but I got that. They had the plastic cups where they like they blew fluoride liquid in them. Yeah. And they switched mm-hmm. around in our mouths for about uh, I think it was two minutes or something like that. That was in yeah. uh, grade yeah. school. I think I was in fourth or fifth grade. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. How the hell? How the hell do you remember all that stuff? <laughs> yeah. well, I just because it was it was one of the that a person would come in on a Friday. With these cups filled with this blue liquid that I had no real idea what it was, I'm like, "Oh, this is fluoride. You need to switch this around your teeth. Make sure you don't swallow any of it, but uh, make sure yeah. you get all your teeth with it and then spit it back out." And of course, oh, wow. like half the kids would drink like at least a little bit of it just because it it's and now the whole big thing is no fluoride, fluoride free, fluoride free. So was that okay? Was that okay that we were basically test subjects? Was that okay that we weren't given a choice? Was that okay that, you know... We're not supposed to pay attention to that. Of course. But my point with all this is if a parent chooses not to vaccinate their child, why should anybody tell them they're not allowed to put their child into the school system. Tell me why that's okay and people could just sit idly by and accept that when we we went many, 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 many years without vaccines in this country. Okay? And or at least very I, few. I, I just, if I ask, how many vaccines have uh, you guys remember having when you were a kid? I don't even no, I, I remember going twice to the doctors in my lifetime for vaccine, vaccinations. But I mean, they had to do it for college too, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. As far as I remember, no. Now, now I went into college. I think you do now. I think you have to be vaccinated now for college. Mm. Yeah. Well, that's 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 part of the thing, though. It's what you said, Dan. That you know, we didn't always have these. We didn't, but it's they they definitely have saved lives. I mean, since 2000, the year 2000, the MMR vaccine itself has uh, saved roughly, they've estimated about 17 million lives worldwide. Yeah, it saved 17 million lives, but how many millions of lives have been lost because of them, because of the side effects? How many, how many millions of families are impacted by autism, impacted by, um, you know, degenerative diseases because of them? Well, this, well, this, we well the side effects are, on the, uh, the MMR specifically, there's actually been very few deaths related to it that they didn't actually that they found that they were not actually able to contribute to um, a prior existing condition. 
as far as I'm concerned, I, I mean, might, one death is out, too many. Exactly how many people in America have died from measles, mumps, or rubella? Because the, the 19 million number seems quite quite high to me. I don't think it was that much no, of an epidemic. No, 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 I remember no, no, even no, having the mumps when I was a kid. It wasn't. It wasn't in America. It was worldwide. It saved 17 million lives since two, the year 2000. Oh, then that's the question. I mean, if it's a, if it's a problem in another country because of their lack of proper medical care, why do we need to force children in our country to get the get the vaccine when the disease is not really all that fatal in our country? Well, because you got to remember, we're we're the country with the highest you know import export. We have more we have more foreign people coming to this country on a daily basis than any, any other two countries probably in the world. Do we really need the, that biggest? Do we need that strict a regulation on what we put in our kids, based on on, on what other people do? Well, like I said, I, mean, I, I I don't believe that it's not without political agenda. I, I do believe there's mm-hmm. a political agenda behind it, but I think just the the vaccinations. I'm sorry, vaccinations in general for America, stringent vaccine rules is because of how many people travel abroad from here to other countries and then other countries to here. Dave, I don't know. I don't know. Like I said before, I, personally, I, I think if you went to another country, then it should be then maybe vaccinations are a good idea. If not, then I don't really think it's that big of an issue. Well, apparently I mean, they're they're not that good. Whatever what the hell was going on in Brazil or wherever, all those tourists were dying. Well, they yeah. they don't know what if it's what I think. Yeah, I was going to say. I don't, I don't, think, they, don't think they knew what that was. That was like a problem with the, uh, really? the water or some crap like that. Wasn't yeah, it? I don't think I don't I don't I don't think it was a it was a vaccinated virus by any means. Wow. Like I said, don't don't How think it's vi- one of the kind of you know people that go around and just like push the the vaccine agenda. I certainly do not. I just I know that they have saved the lives, you know, and and I do know that they they do come with with risks. They definitely do come with risks. They're not risk free. And that's why I said I think it's best to, to space them out. I think when you start jamming all these vaccines into the child at such a young age, you know, you, you're 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 set up a, a recipe for disaster. I think big pharma has too many trillions of dollars invested in keeping a population right. sick and addicted to their drugs and constantly yep. labeled as something. No matter what, you have to be sick. You have to be depressed. You have to be bipolar. You have to be ADD, ADHD. You have to be oh, this. Absolutely. You have to be that. You have I to be controlled, 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 controlled. And again, how many of these things derive from a very scary birthplace? People don't talk about where a lot of this shit comes from, and I think it's time people actually start to address that because the root from all these things, we are literal test subjects to, and this sounds, again, conspiracy, but the globalist agenda has been in place for quite some time. And, again, America is guilty of it. How many Nazis and SS did we take from Germany and bring to America and put them to work for the government. Okay. Operation how many of clip. these? That's right. Look at Lyme disease. Look at how many diseases were actually kept, were engineered for population control. So I question the root of what they're trying to treat when they themselves created it. And that, that to me, is something that is never widely addressed. And that's my that's my opinion, obviously. You know, and I'm somebody I you know I had vaccines. You know what I mean? Now, and when your now, intellect shows come out. 
<laughs> Turn the friggin' frogs gay. But anyway. oh, let's not go that route. <laughs> uh, listen, but but I I I defer because there's a lot of stuff that an Alex Jones does say mm-hmm. that is spot on, and there's a lot of things that we we label. Remember the CIA and the FBI collectively coined the phrase conspiracy theory as a way to silence dissenting opinions. Look back, look back in time. I still go back. They only play one piece of it. Look at Eisenhower's final, his farewell speech when he spoke about the military industrial complex, but they leave out with a part where he said the technological military industrial complex. He spoke about things that we don't ever, we don't ever talk about the, the full narrative of his speech. They pick and choose, right? But Think about how evil it is. Think about where things derive from and how we silence dissenters. We silence the nonconformists. We silence the ones that question why this is the new norm, why this is a must, a necessity. By law, we it, have Dan, to. if I can put in a little bit on this one here. Go ahead. Again, this is gonna be this is gonna be my bit of a conspiracy theorist thing, but uh, a lot of people aren't familiar with the CIA Operation Mockingbird, which was a plan by the CIA to put CIA members into the media for the agenda of pushing po- politics on, on the populace, basically influencing their thoughts, influencing their business decisions, and people like, oh, well, this was stopped. No, it was never stopped. I mean, it's easy to say I'm not doing this and. There's no, virtually no oversight over groups like this that do these things, and I think that once it was started, you're, you're, what we're what we're seeing now is the end result of this, which is that we're getting really radical, nonsensical thoughts being pushed on the media, and then being pushed to the people. And, and of course, um, what was what was it? Uh, Joseph Goebbels who said, "If you tell a lie, make it big, and repeat it often enough, people will believe it." And that's exactly what yep. we're seeing these days. We're seeing stupid yep. policies, a lack of common sense being pushed on the American populace, and people are starting to swallow it, and that's where, our, that's where a lot of our problems are coming from. And I really think that operations like Mockingbird from the CIA is, is, has a huge contribution to this, and uh, it's something that not, people just aren't aware of and don't keep in their thoughts when they start watching the news and trying to make rational decisions. Totally agree. Now, I don't want to. I don't want to lessen what you said because I want to touch on that. But I just want to throw it out there quick beforehand that Herb has to drop off. He has to pack it in for the night. So I just want to do a shout out to Herbie and thank you, man. And I'm happy to have you a part of this. And I hope you'll continue to be a part of this because it's been fun. And Absolutely. truly, yeah, I really, I really Herb, appreciate. Thank you for being part of this, and uh, thanks, thanks for talking to us. I really do appreciate it myself too. Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you for having me, and we will be on again. Thank you. All right, man. You have a great night. You too. Podcast is next, man. All right. With that, Dave, you still on? Yeah, I'm still here. Cool. All right. I, I, I just want to talk about what Mike just said because I think it's important that we don't pay enough mind we say fake We're now news. Going to we say that the aspect of voice of the people radio. <laughs> <laughs> the conspiracy hour. Well, I will say that Blog Talk Radio is letting us go a full three hours instead of just the two advertised. So, 
you know. I don't know if I'm going to make a full three, but I'll stay on as long as I can. Yeah, it's impressive. But, but, we we minimize the media, and we don't properly hold them accountable for the role that they play in the division, the death, the destruction, the brainwashing, and the control of the population today. And I think from what you said is, is spot on. Cause Mockingbird was very real. But when yeah. we attack the media, it's not just because it's the cool thing to do. It's because they benefit from division. They benefit from hate. They benefit from prejudice. They benefit from pitting people against each other rather than having a conversation. And that also, in my opinion, is criminal. Dave? Jump in, man. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, well, no, no, you're good. I mean, it, it's definitely like the Nazi regime with their propaganda. Yep. How, how the media, the way I look at it, like they really are uh, dividing people and pinning, pinning people, and, and it, it gets good ratings. Like people really watch this shit. You know, and they're putting yep. money in their pockets while everybody else is at each other's throats. Right. Which it's, is ridiculous. It's good it's good press when people burn down a city. Right. People want to see that. They they don't they don't want to see nothing makes ratings. They like don't want to see good stuff. Yeah, right. Right. You, you know, I'm not gonna lie. Even though I am very much conservative and some people like to give them a pass and I don't understand why. I really don't understand why. I used to be the person that I'd watch Fox News 8 o'clock at night for Tucker, 9 for Hannity, Laura sometimes, Lou Dobbs, and I still like all of them, but I'm not going to lie to you. I stopped watching their shows about two, three months ago, and my mind is so much better. Like, I, 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 people like to give Fox News this path, trying to play them off as the one the one right-leaning uh, network. No. They're equally a shit. Paul Ryan sits on the executive board of Fox News. Okay? And, it, I mean, do we really have to go there about how they are also complicit in the division? And how they're no better than the rest? You know? And how Sean and Mike, maybe you don't like this aspect of it, but Hannity is constantly under attack and Tucker is constantly under attack because they share differing viewpoints. So we, we go after their sponsors. We go after the people. Hell, they went after Tucker's house, his family. Remember that? You know, no, I don't remember that, yeah. And again, it's, it's a different variation of the same agenda. And that is why the media is toxic. They're evil. There's, it's independent journalism that is the now and will be the future. The only ones that haven't figured that out yet is the mainstream media. They haven't gotten that. They know it. They fear it. But they haven't had it hit them hard enough yet to realize that their division and their agenda of separation and their agenda of hate is failing. And I think that's a beautiful thing. And people say, oh, a free press, a free press. Yes, I, I support a free press, an independent free press, not a controlled, alleged free press. 
because they are just as liable for what's gone on. Both sides of it are just as liable for what's gone on. Mike, go ahead and weigh in. Well, I mean, a, a free media is definitely a First Amendment. That's actually why it was written in the first place, because we we need to keep the media free and independent from the government. We need to keep the government from silencing it. And um, unfortunately, what we have now is the, the, the mainstream media, I, I'm not even 99%, I'm 100% convinced that it's government-controlled. It's basically there to push a story, keep the populace quiet, you know, quiet on certain issues, like not focusing on what's important and focusing instead on stupid, divisive issues. I mean, no, we've got stories right now that, the, oh, the president's a racist, such and such a racist, uh, this, this person said this. None of it is actually on political ideas anymore. It's almost like the idea of discussing politics on mainstream news is illegal. <laughs> How else do you say it? And it keeps people stupid about what's really going on. And uh, that's actually why we need independent. That's why um, independent media is starting to make a resurgence, especially on the internet. And uh, one of the things mm-hmm. I hate is when I'm discussing with somebody. Let's say I'm on Facebook having a discussion or something. I send them a link. Oh well, this this link uh, you, you can't trust this site. They're they're such we don't know who they are. It's like what the hell do you expect me to do? Give you an NBC or a CNN link? I mean, come on. Learn these places. These mainstream places are not reliable sources anymore. They're there to broadcast their own opinion, and as keyword, opinion, not news. Yeah. And uh, the the control over. I mean, too many people still cannot make that distinction anymore. And I I don't I don't know how else to more strongly express it other than you are just an idiot if you keep buying into this crap. I mean, they're they're going to keep spouting whatever you know whatever slab they want on this. Half the time they're not telling you the truth. I mean, hell, remember when we did our rally? How, how I think we had CNN doing uh, interviews with us and all that stuff. How accurate was yep. that? None of it. <laughs> but you yeah. know, people were supposed to think that we were stupid, that we had no idea what we we're doing, and we should be ignored, even though we 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 spent months doing you know preparing for this. But that that yep. wasn't covered. Instead, we're just two kids who had no idea, and we we're both racists. And yep. that, that's you know. I don't they, certainly don't, they, they certainly don't report any worthwhile news, that's for sure. Not not no. the least bit. I mean, if, if you're hearing it on CNN or MSNBC or even NBC, CBS, or even Fox, you're hearing what basically yep. what's a, a load of garbage with like maybe 5% of the truth. And I'll yep. have to agree with you, Dan. I, I, I kind of step back from watching Hannity and Tucker. Mm-hmm. I, I think Hannity is getting a little... I think he's getting a little soft. I think he's yes. He's get he's getting into the ways that you know, like CNN do. The, you know those type of people. He's kind of copycatting yeah. a little bit. If I tried in there, um, a lot of these shows that they have these experts that call into or you know show up on their videos or whatever. A lot of them, I think, are just paid actors. Um, Tucker was notorious for having I can't remember her name. But she was a college professor, and she had such stupid ideas. I mean, uh, you know, let, let the kids decide their own gender when they're babies. Call them babies or something. I mean, if you ever uh, watch yeah, it, she had her on yeah. like dozens of times yeah, a year. Yeah. And she can't be anything other than a paid actor. There's, there's no way that someone's that crazy that they believe what she believes. 
<laughs> and but the, but these healthy yes. people as experts, and we're we're just supposed to buy right into it and say, oh yeah, this is an expert. We should listen to this. You you have to be an idiot if you listen to that. I agree. Uh, I'll now, tell you what. The only one that I'll listen to is Tommy Lauren. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> she has my attention. I'm telling you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is she the uh, the blonde one, I think, or something? Or yes, the very blonde one. Yep. Mm. I think. Uh, I you're Dave, about. you're so damn predictable. She, she, she's got a bit of a hate <laughs> aspect to her too. So, but she is a pretty mm. face. I'll give her that much. <laughs> so, which is also something I think the media regards, you know, especially as far as women. Absolutely. Have you noticed that they pay more attention, like female reporters on these major? news stations, they have to be attractive in order yeah, for them to put them right. on the air. I mean, it, mm, it, it's basically, we're pushing sex to get you to believe what we're saying. And, you know, all these people are like, oh, misogyny, misogyny. Look no further than your liberal and non-liberal media outlets to see exactly what they're doing towards women with it. Unless you have Absolutely. good looks, you are not a journalist in their opinion. Now, guys, yeah. not so much, but women, definitely... But, I mean, look, oh, look at the, the the like the likes and the followers on Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It's well, it, it, it's it, ambitious. I mean, men, we we are pigs in a way. I mean, we are. We're we're gonna listen to a pretty face more often than we are someone that we don't think's attractive, and that's you know, I hate to say, it, but that's the way well, we're wired. Well, you don't have to listen to everything that they say, but you know. You're at least going to pay attention. Worth a, but, yeah, right. It's worth a listen, maybe, you know? It's important to break the conditioning and break the cycle and break, break the mindset that they expect us to have, you know, to, to be different than what they want us to be. And that's where people lose sight of, I think. And they idly just, again, they sit by and they just accept that, oh, I'm supposed to like this because, well, look at this person. Look at how they look, and they're on my side, so therefore I have to believe them. And again, it's the right. same propaganda stuff, and people fall for it, and they're victims of it. Right. It, 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 it's almost like Nazi Germany coming back again. Well, to a certain extent, yeah. I mean, I, there's a, there's a lot of war rhetoric going on. I mean, me and Dan have talked about uh, the impending invasion of Iran, which I think is going to happen. He doesn't, but. Uh, I think it's something that's going to happen probably before election time. And, um, again, the media is going along with any, anything that happens in Iran. The media is like, yeah, Iran's responsible for this. We we should retaliate. We should do something. And it's basically you're seeing the propaganda and the government control of media uniting to uh, push us towards another, another war, much like Nazi Germany did when they were pushing towards war against other countries. And uh, they, they want the public to go along with it. Right. Mm-hmm. The blind right. followers make the best audience. Exactly. So, with that, I want I want to throw it out there and remind those who will listen to this on on repeat, and those who may be listening now, that <laughs> going forward, I wanna I wanna really stress this, that you could expect. Again, from Voice of People USA Radio, a very diverse platform. 
and we're going to have a lot of different topics discussed in real time, not some pre-written agenda, not some script that we follow. We speak off the cusp, and we say whatever's on our mind. That's how we roll, and that's how we've always done it, and that's why I like to associate with people and bring new people into the fold that will be the same way because we are not going to be scripted. We are not going to be censored. that's why we sound censored. half the time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And we're not going to be, and that's one of the reasons why we won't screen the calls and do things like that, because free speech still matters. Free thought still matters. Free thinking, you know, just, again, embracing your God-given right as an American to, to be a person of sound mind, sound judgment, and be your own person. You know, and that's something I really, truly embrace, especially on this platform. And going forward, we will continue with the weekly, the big radio show. And again, the structure will change. The format will change a little bit. It will become a little bit more free-flowing. But I want to let everybody know that follow the Voice of People USA radio fan page on Fascist Book. Follow the Voice of People USA radio page on YouTube. And Follow us at VOP USA Radio on Twitter and stay, stay in touch with what we're going to do because we're going to be doing some things that are very different. And I spoke about this before, and I'm doing this in real time because I haven't discussed it with Dave and I didn't discuss it with Herbie, but something that I really want to put out there is we're going to be doing individual podcasts, and individual little radio shows, and I'm hoping Dave will, you know, he'll do his, Mike will do his, Herb will do his, I'll do mine, you know, there'll be different topics, different platforms, different things put out, you know, as separate content from just the main radio show. So you have that to look forward to, and I promise you it will be diverse, and it will be unique, and it will be different. And then what I'd like to do, obviously, is weekly continue on with the the big radio show format where we all come together. But I just want to really stress that to everybody that this is something that will be unlike what you've heard elsewhere. And I take pride in that. And this time, no Dan disappearing acts. So there you go, Mike. And Thank you, thank you very wanna, much. And I also like to add in, and, to, to, for this, as far as the podcast is concerned, I want people to understand that we, don't, we all don't agree on every subject. We, we've actually gotten into some very heated discussions in the past over these things. But we respect yeah, each other yeah. enough to be able to agree to disagree and continue on. And uh, that, that's an aspect that I think a lot of people, especially in this country, have lost. You can disagree with someone. Yep. I, I disagree with Dan many times, but he's still yep. my friend. I still love him. I still call him as often as, you know, when I can, and we get along. Yep. And we all need to understand that. You don't have to agree with someone all the time to be able to have a conversation and even still be friends with them. And uh, cooperation is, is the hallmark of what we do. I hope to pass that along to everyone else. Damn straight. And Dave. Yo. I got to ask, how soon do you drop your first podcast? We'll have to discuss it for sure. (laughs) I can tell you that that will be very, very interesting. We'll talk about it a little more. Uh, Actually, I'm kind of looking forward to it. Good. And, you know, Herbie, Herbie messaged me after too, and he, he was excited and he can't wait to do it and get out there. And that's, 
that's the stuff I'm looking forward to. And even, you know, Dave, maybe me and you will do like a, a freaking one or two hour show or something like that too, you know, in addition to the podcast stuff, which I think will be fun. And it's, it's a format and it's, it's something that I really believe in just what Mike said perfectly. You know, it, you're able to have, you can come together and have two people of a similar mindset and have a good time. And you can come together and do a show where it's, you know, you're freaking going at it. But at the end of the day, you're able to have that conversation and speak about the diverse topics and not be a slave to what the norm is. And with that, I can announce at least I don't have a specific day or time, but Mike, I'd imagine it's going to happen relatively soon. Um, myself and Mike, we discussed yesterday that we're going to be doing a, uh, I don't know, an hour or two hour show. Um, probably within the next couple of days, hopefully, if we can make that happen with our schedules. More likely but an hour we will... show, cause, uh, but we'll, we'll work on that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm the one that can go for three, four, five, six hours. I'll just, I'll just keep going and going and going and going. But, 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 we are going to do a, for for the old school fans, the OGs that were with us in the beginning that are still here now and will listen on repeat, and also for the new people that want to understand more of the history of where where Voice of the People came from and where Voice of the People USA Radio was born from, um, we're going to do a little kind of stroll down memory lane and a little history lesson into who we are and what we're about. So that's something we're going to we're going to do. Just our conversation and so last night. Stories we you, had along the way, as well as uh, some of the people that have passed passed along, unfortunately, since we uh, yes. We did we did originally. So some very good friends and uh, people that care about a lot that are uh, sadly yep. missed. Yep, totally agree. A lot of good people are no longer with us. So there's a lot of stuff we're going to talk about. That'll be the, the boring nostalgia stuff for, for some people. But uh, <laughs> I just I, I wanted to put that up. That's right. But what I'm, what I'm going to look to do here is it's 11.22 p.m. Eastern time. So I won't I won't force you all to go to midnight my time. I think you're both an hour behind me, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah for me I it's uh, ten twenty two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you both are. So I won't force you to go to eleven. So I say we'll we'll wrap it at eleven thirty or ten thirty your time. So okay. something something I I enjoyed doing back in the day for the next eight minutes free forum. So I I know that's really exactly what this show is, but (laughs) we're going to let you want Dave to go first because it's always interesting. But anything you want to talk about, man, take two minutes and put it out there. Rage, vent, whatever it is. Rage and vent. I I really want to rage and talk about that stupid son of a bitch of a woman that said that we need to eat babies. Ugh. That we need to what? Eat, eat babies. babies. Eat babies. Oh, oh, Jesus. You didn't see the video. You didn't see that video? Oh, I have. I, I don't even know where she was from. I couldn't even pinpoint. I, I know it was in what? New York, so God knows where she was from. At but, the AOC event. Yeah, at the AOC. 
Look it up. Do you do you think that was do you think that was staged or not? Because I I don't know. People. I, I, I hope not. <laughs> I hope not because, because the look of, because the look on people's faces when she said that. Yeah. It it really did. Yeah. People were like, "What did you just say?" <laughs> And you can even see AOC. You can even see AOC like, all right, somebody got to shut this this thing up. Like, <laughs> like I'm all for free speech, but Jesus Christ, have some sense on what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Life of me, what the hell did her shirt say? I I don't I don't even remember. It was it. <laughs> Didn't she say eat the Russians too? It, it, it was yeah. it was some yeah eat the Russians yeah. eat the babies yeah yeah it was some real twisted shit. <laughs> so I don't so I, that so is, is that a prelude to like your next English teacher or or some <laughs> kind of teacher? Like you got to be fucking kidding me. <laughs> How twisted was that shit, man? That cool. that I I shared that on fascist book as a perfect example of a modern day leftist, and you know it, it, it was like just too priceless. Sort of thing she was like, if we eat babies, it won't make us much carbon or whatever. Or, yes. You know. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, well, no. Th- th- there will be less people to pollute. Yes. Well, population Basically. control has been a popular, has been an issue that, uh, you know, we, me and Dan have talked about this with Agenda 21, in that uh, population mm-hmm. control is something that they are very much into. Um, well, I forget what the numbers are. I think we want to push the uh, the population of the Earth to 500 million is the end result. Yep. And uh, the only way they can do that is basically they convince people to not have kids, and uh, that, that'll help. Sterilize you know, them. Sterilized, not you know, abortions, all that, all that nine yards. Basically, the idea of having kids is going to be anathema to them, and uh, that that's where they're going. I wouldn't be surprised if uh, I read these things about how they can grow uh, fetuses in uh, artificial wombs now. I wouldn't be surprised if that's the way they're going to go in the future with this sort of thing. Basically, you know, have uh, doctors control when when you can and can't get pregnant, and uh, if you if you want to have a kid. You're going to have to go through some sort of medical screening and uh, medical control in order to have a kid, rather than just you know procreating in the usual fashion. Well, it kind of sounds like to me that's what they should be doing for our welfare program. Amen. Yeah. Amen. We should have a welfare program, as far as I'm concerned, but uh, that, that's a, that's another issue. That, thing, that will be a separate thing. show. <laughs> same thing with abortion. Like if mm-hmm. if you want to have a if you want to abort a baby, this is my thought. If you want to abort a baby, now now there's no extenuating circumstances, you know, like the child's health. But if it's a perfectly good baby. And you want to abort it? There ought to be some kind of penalty, like you get snipped, or you get fined, or possibly thrown in jail. Well, or, when or, we, or, 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 or we can go Dan's route and 
you know, have a public hanging or something. (laughs) (laughs) That would include all the politicians that sit and applaud and hug hug each other when they approve a bill that will kill a baby literally minutes before it's born. So, you know, that's okay. This is where I'm actually giving you an unpopular opinion. And I'll, I'll admit, I think that aborting a baby is morally repugnant, but if we impose penalties on people that want to have an abortion, don't we, in fact, basically um, control what a, woman, a woman's reproductive rights in a way? I mean, there's ways to abort a baby that have nothing to do with going to a doctor. I mean, a woman can drink until she basically kills the kid, can have someone kick her in the stomach. I mean, what are we supposed to do? Have the, have the woman... Uh, you know, oh, you know, you're pregnant. You have to sit in our government-controlled health care facility until, until your term yeah. is to make sure you don't have to do anything to uh, prevent this, this birth from happening. Well, I'll tell you what. These days, though, you know, for some odd reason, infertility is – is it's crazy. Oh, it, it, it's why. definitely going up. Uh, the, the, um, yeah, well, yeah. I wonder, yeah, I wonder why. The birth rate has all been dropping steadily since the 80s. Yeah, yeah, all those vaccines. All those that, vaccines. That yep. Right. I think that has something so, to do with it. Yes, I do. But there's there's people that can have babies that would probably make fantastic parents. Oh, why I'm can't sure we most just, people that would why? have kids are you know would would be good parents. I mean, it's a shame there's a lot that don't, but there's there's many many more that do. And uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that's and why don't it's a double-edged sword with this sort of thing. I mean, do we do we give more control to someone else to have your your say over what you want to do with your body, or do we want the person to have more? Why don't Why don't we well, this stop? This arguments on both sides. Right. Why don't we stop funding the sick bastards that literally keep babies alive to sell their organs? Why don't we stop funding them? Why don't we come down on them, the sick pricks that take satisfaction in playing around with the corpse of a child who died on a table? Why don't we address no, we that? Why don't we talk about? Things. I mean, why don't we talk let about pay for not themselves or let them find an insurance plan on their own that that will cover that sort of thing? I mean, we go on about insurance and how uh, the government should have nothing to do with that because I don't think they should either. And let people yeah. find their own solutions to their own problems. Uh, yeah. Well, Dan, here's another one. Well, well, why don't Why don't we call out the doctors that yep. intentionally kill people because they're organ donors? They yep. Don't give yeah, them the thank you. Care. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Amen. Very real thing. Exactly that sort of thing. Yes. That's, yes. That's it's just as bad. Of course. Of course. It, it's. It's a freaking it's it's a market, and oh, I, it, it's a literal whenever I hear, market. It's what it is. Yeah. You know, God, God, it, God, God forbid, God forbid, if the dark web isn't dark anymore. Yeah. Yeah. People, people yeah. are gonna learn a lot of shit, a lot of shit. That they try to deny and pretend it doesn't exist, but it very much right. does, and you right. know. Yeah, this 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 is gonna have to be a topic of another show because I, I yeah I there's there's too much to say about this and believe me I I will go off in a 
freaking hour long tirade on this crap alone. I, 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 all I'm going to say is when did it become wrong? And we're all, we're all no saints here. Okay. Nobody's perfect, but what's so wrong with empowering parents to tell your children not to have sex or to wait or to be responsible. That, that is a foreign concept now. So we have to say it's a woman's right. It's a woman's right. Okay. And, you know, and we could talk about rape. We could talk about incest. We could talk about this popular, unpopular. Yes, 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 yes. But what about the ones that use abortions for birth control? Why do we have to feel sorry for them when I think they are the most disgusting, vile pieces of shit walking this planet? Why don't we frigging chastise and condemn them? And like Dave said, the sick bastards who friggin' do this shit and make money off of killing people, killing children, selling organs, selling body parts, whatever it may be. It's a twisted, dark, evil, vicious, and downright Well, he's sick. also going to uh, stem cell research also. That's probably something for another episode also. Because uh, yes. that's, that's something I actually strongly believe in. But uh, <laughs> there's a lot of pros and cons to that also. Yeah. All right. So final final thoughts here. Mike, go ahead. Throw something out there. All right. Well, this one is going to be something that I've actually harped on for many, many years, which is the out-of-control government spending and our national debt. Which is, which is going to be the major thing which is going to destroy our country, and absolutely no one is doing anything to stop it. Um, the national debt is a bill that's going to be paid at some point, and we keep passing it along to, as far as we can. And if you actually care about your children, if you care about future generations, you need to stop this. We need to have a reasonable fiscal policy for our country. Republicans aren't doing it. Democrats aren't doing it. Um, as long as you keep passing that bill and put saying, oh, this isn't a problem now, this isn't a problem now, you are basically setting this country up to at some point be completely destroyed and crippled by it. And it's, it's literally going to make this country a third world country, and no one seems to be giving it enough attention. This includes President Donald Trump. This includes Barack Obama. I mean, you can go back many presidents. They all do the same damn thing. We are destroying our future for the sake of pretending that our present is perfect. And until we take it seriously, you cannot take the word of any politician as far as how they're going to do, you know, we shouldn't be spending on this. We We shouldn't be spending on shit until we have a balanced budget. That it? That that's it. <laughs> Dave, you good? Yeah, I'm good. I just cracked the beer. I'm perfect. <laughs> <laughs> with that, with that, I am now going to give my final thoughts. And my final thoughts are this. To Dave and Mike and Herbie, I love you all and I appreciate the hell out of this because as <laughs> broken and messed up, and as granular, and as poorly promoted as this was, this felt damn good. It was fun. 
I enjoyed it and I loved it. And it feels damn good to be doing this stuff again because it's been too freaking long and there's definitely a platform for it. And we're going to keep this going and keep rocking this hardcore and get a lot of content up there because it's needed. And now more than ever, it's, it's time. So to everybody that will listen to this, thank you. Thank you for putting up with my ranting. Um, <laughs> our odd comments, our strange callers, <laughs> whatever it may be, you know, the crappy audio quality, whatever. I appreciate it. And I respect the hell out of you. And thank you for giving, giving us your time because it's precious and it means a lot. I ask you all to please visit the Voice of People USA radio page on Fascist Book. That would be Facebook for those who can't figure that out. And to check out the, the Voice of the People USA YouTube account. Subscribe, like the page, follow what we do. Subscribe to us on Blog Talk, blah, blogtalkradio.com slash VOPUSA, spreaker.com slash VOPUSA. And be forewarned that we're going to get more intense, get more loud, get more controversial, and have a hell of a lot of fun in the process. So with that, I thank you both. I hope you hey, have Dan, a great before night. You take off, can I give thank you on a personal Good level? Job, can man. I give you a call after we're done with this? Because uh, I'll follow up on certain things and find out the, about a particular show that we were talking about the other day. Are you going to be up? Yes, or what? you can. Okay. Oh, of course, but you can't talk about that show because I didn't finish it yet. Dave, did you have <clears> something <throat> to say? No, just you know, give me a call, Dan. I'll I'll send you my number. Yes. Sounds good. Right. Awesome. So, Ladies and gentlemen, thank you, you very much for listening, and I hope everyone has a good night. Yeah, have a good night. Yes, everybody. indeed. Thank you all for listening to Voice of People USA Radio. This is Dan, Mike, Dave, and Herbie signing off for the night, and we will be back soon. Take care, all. <laughs>